You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. Tampons to baby formula on, quote, supply chain, unquote, disruptions. For example, if you try to buy a car these days, you will probably have to wait for weeks or even months to pull it into your driveway. Or you will have to pay $5,000 to $20,000 above the sticker price on a new car to get a car immediately. One of the most remarkable business innovations of the last 40 years has been just-in-time inventory management. It is a logistical triumph of the economy that cut prices and ensured full shelves at the grocery store and at Walmart. Why is it just now that we are confronted with the goblins of supply chain disruptions? Biden says it is because we had the economy shut down and then Trump left him with an economy of miserable shape. According to this narrative, Biden had to build back better, and solve bottlenecks with cargo ships, airlines, warehouses, and factories. But that's not even close to the truth. The economy soared out of the COVID shutdowns that had paralyzed the economy in early 2020. In the second half of 2020, the economy snacked back with a rapid rebound. These were the last six months of the Trump presidency. There were few shortages or delays, except when companies couldn't get the workers they needed because of high unemployment benefits. But prices were stable in the first six months of the COVID recovery under Trump. When Trump left office, inflation was just 1.5%. When Biden took over, right from the get-go, here, there, and everywhere, supply chain problems emerged. And finally, he appointed people to key positions in his administration who were woefully unqualified for the task at hand. Take Kamala Harris as vice president, who was in charge of securing the border. Pete Buttigieg was put in charge of transportation. He seems like a very nice man, but he went on paternity leave amid the cargo shipping crisis and took no practical steps to alleviate the jams up at the airport. In sum, the supply chain problems and high inflation aren't going away because no one in this administration knows anything about logistics, business, commerce, or fixing things. The Committee on Unleashed Prosperity did a Google test to see how often people search for the term supply chain problems. Sure enough, what we found is the searches weren't too common for the 20 years before Biden was inaugurated. Then almost from the month that Biden was sworn in, the number of searches quadrupled for the term supply chain problems because that's when we had the supply chain problems. Perhaps Biden, the man who blames everyone for his failed presidency, is the real source of the supply chain problem himself. Maybe to get the American economic engine running smoothly again, it's Joe Biden that needs to be replaced. been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. Ad paid for by the Centennial Group. Attention mothers, did you take Tylenol or other acetaminophen pain-relieving products while pregnant? If you did, please listen to this message. Recent evidence suggests children whose mothers took Tylenol, Excedrin, NyQuil, DayQuil, and other store brand pain relievers while pregnant may be more likely to develop autism. Researchers did a meta-analysis involving more than 130,000 pairs of mothers and children. The analysis revealed those exposed to acetaminophen had a 20% higher risk of developing autism. Children with autism have a hard time 
interacting with others and usually begin exhibiting social symptoms by the time they are 8 to 10 months old. Symptoms include only playing alone, no interest in sharing, and not responding to their name. If your son or daughter has autism and you're worried that acetaminophen is to blame, then you must call now for your free confidential consultation at 800-674-5093. Again, 800-674-5093. Call 800-674-5093. That's 800-674-5093. I'm Charles. Bikers Against Child Abuse, BACA, exists with the intent to create a safer environment for abused children. We exist as a body of bikers to empower children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. We stand ready to lend support to our wounded friends by involving them with an established, united organization. We work in conjunction with local and state officials who are already in place to protect children. We desire to send a clear message to all involved with the abused child that this child is part of our organization and that we are prepared to lend our physical and emotional support to them by affiliation and our physical presence. We stand at the ready to shield these children from further abuse. We do not condone the use of violence or physical force in any manner. However, if circumstances arise such that we are the only obstacle preventing a child from further abuse, we stand ready to be that obstacle. If you'd like to know more about BACA, please visit our website at bacaworld.org or call 1-866-71-ABUSE. Dear John, uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious and I can quit whenever I want. But when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. There will be a pushback from the Secret Service. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. There is a subpoena from the committee investigating the Capitol riots. And this is going out to former White House counsel Pat Cipollone. He was close to then-President Trump. Democrats in the investigation want to hear from him after dramatic testimony that came out earlier in the week. Former Trump White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson told the January 6th committee on Tuesday that White House counsel Pat Cipollone told her the former president shouldn't go to Capitol Hill that day. She said he warned her. We're going to get charged with every crime imaginable if we make that movement happen. She said Cipollone told her there would be serious legal consequences if the former president joined the protesters. That's Fox's Jill Nato. Pushback from the Secret Service. A source says an agent's offering testimony that could debunk her story that the president cursed at agents in lunch trying to take the wheel of his limousine, angry they wouldn't take him to the Capitol that day. He says it didn't happen and calls Hutchinson a phony. Most Republicans are critical of the Democrats' probe. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy tells Fox. They're obsessed with Trump and this is all they want to do. But this hearsay would never be allowed in the court of law. In a new AP poll, nearly half of those surveyed believe the former president should be charged with a crime. The Supreme Court will finish its term this morning, issuing the final two rulings. One will determine how much authority the EPA has regulating power plant emissions to fight climate change. The other will determine if President Biden can end the Trump era remain in Mexico policy for migrants seeking asylum in the U.S. After those rulings, Justice Stephen Breyer will retire. And at noon, Katanji Brown-Jackson will be sworn in to replace him. She once clerked for Breyer. America's listening to Fox News.
The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. If you're a plumber, roofer, electrician, or remodeler, your business earns back when you spend, gets exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help drive your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231-22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. The Capitol riot investigation is, of course, not the only Trump-related probe going on. And there's an update on one of them in New York. A contempt of court order against the former president has been lifted. A New York judge says former President Trump has met all conditions that were needed to lift the order invoked in April. Judge Arthur Engeron declared contempt because the former president did not quickly comply with a subpoena issued by New York Attorney General Letitia James. The judge said a $110,000 fine has been paid. The former president, son Donald Jr. and daughter Ivanka are set to be deposed in a state investigation in mid-July, even as an appeal of the original contempt order continues. The state probe is looking into Trump and his namesake organization's business practices. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. We're expecting to hear from President Biden next hour from Spain as he continues meetings at a NATO summit that's focused a lot on Russia's threat after the Ukraine invasion. A war hero is being mourned in West Virginia. His body will lie in state at the Capitol in Charleston this weekend. The last remaining Medal of Honor recipient from World War II, Herschel W. Woody Williams, died on Wednesday. As a young Marine Corporal, Williams went ahead of his unit during the Battle of Iwo Jima in the Pacific Ocean in February 1945 and took out a series of Japanese machine gun positions. Later that year, at age 22, Williams received the Medal of Honor, the nation's highest award for military valor, from President Harry Truman of the White House. Williams went on to serve 20 years in the Marines, then spent the next 33 at the VA as a veteran service representative. He was 98 years old. John Saucier, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could plunge. Dow futures are down more than 300 points ahead of the opening bell. But the price of gas is down another penny. It's fallen 16 straight days. AAA's national average for regular is now 16 cents lower than the record high. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. A choppy trading session with the major averages closing mix. Concerns about economic growth and the possibility that central banks are raising interest rates too quickly continue to dominate. Wall Street is getting ready to close out the worst first half of the year since 1970. The Dow rising 82 points, the Nasdaq down 4, S&P 500 down 3. In Carnival Cruise Line, stocks selling 14% lower after Morgan Stanley cuts its price target to a Wall Street low, saying it sees the case for a stock wipeout if a recession triggers another demand shock. And Thursday is a big day for Spirit Airlines' proposed merger with Frontier. The big question is whether it will be sold to fellow discounter Frontier or to JetBlue. The merger would create a single airline that might dominate the lower price end of the airline market. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you.
Run, Walk, Honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk in New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 75 degrees under cloudy conditions. Your complete forecast is coming up. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. Our top story it will take months before the Supreme Court makes a final determination on the length and the legality of Louisiana's congressional map. David Grubb has more. ULM political science professor Joshua Stockley says the nation's highest court will hear oral arguments in the fall regarding Alabama's congressional district map. They'll be hearing arguments on that in October. So we'll get a definitive ruling next summer. That means the 2022 congressional election in November will use the map recently approved by the legislature. Stockley says if the Supreme Court rules after the election the map is unconstitutional, new districts would be drawn up for the 2024 federal elections. We would just have to hold new elections with new map. I'm David Grubb. As of early this morning, an evacuation perimeter of a half mile still in place around a ruptured natural gas well. That well located near Joe Kidder Road off of LA-93 in Orneville. State troopers say Joe Kidder Road and Leroy Bork Road remain closed at this time. Forecasters say an area of low pressure in the Gulf of Mexico just east of Brownsville, Texas, could still strengthen into a tropical depression before it finally moves onshore in South Texas later today. That system is expected to kick off an enhanced threat of showers and thunderstorms across South Louisiana for the next couple of days. Police in Delhi say a hangman's noose was found lying on the stage in the Delhi Delhi High School Auditorium. A custodian found the noose, notified police. They're investigating the incident as a possible hate crime. A contractor who was doing work at the school has been notified as a possible suspect. After a malware attack, the Louisiana Workforce Commission's website is still down as work continues to get the hire site back up and running. Call centers, however, are open to file unemployment claims, and LWC estimates that the website should be up and running in the next three days. There are 17 new wildlife agents on the job today. They are the most recent graduates of the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Law Enforcement Academy. LDWF spokesperson Adam Eink says potential agents undergo a rigorous selection process before they attend the academy. Once they are finally selected for the next academy, they then begin training here in Baton Rouge. But it's pretty much dedication for six months all the way through the completion of the training. Eink says it's an ideal profession individuals for individuals who enjoy hunting, fishing, boating, or hiking. He says it's the perfect job for people who love the outdoors. Uh, and wants to call the outdoors their office. Become a wildlife enforcement agent for the state of Louisiana is a great career. Uh, they spend most of their time uh, patrolling the woods and waterways of the state. The primary focus for a wildlife agent is ecosystem and conservation enforcement, along with recreational boating safety. And Ink says another task agents perform is search and rescue. Not only for different boating incidents that may happen, uh, also lost hunters, and also your big storms with hurricanes and big floods. For more information on becoming a wildlife agent, visit LDWF's website. 
A single ticket matched all the numbers necessary to claim the Powerball jackpot of $366.7 million in last night's drawing. Game officials say the big money winner was sold in Vermont. Saturday's Powerball jackpot now reverts back to the starting amount of $20 million. In sports, tickets for one of college football's most stored rivalries go on sale today. Fans of Grambling State and Southern University may purchase tickets for the Bayou Classic. This year's version of the Classic, the 49th Annual, will take place November 25th, or excuse me, November 26th. You can also purchase tickets for the Battle of the Bands to be held on November 25th. This weekend, the good old boys of NASCAR will do something they don't normally do on Sunday. They'll turn right. That's because the NASCAR Cup Series will be at Road America, which is a road course. The NASCAR teams usually just turn left on the series many of many oval-shaped tracks. The PGA Tour in Illinois this weekend at the TPC Deer Run course in the Quad Cities. The tournament play begins this morning as players vie for a purse of over $7.1 million. CBS and the Golf Channel have the coverage. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today with widespread showers and thunderstorms possible. I think they arrive a little bit earlier today than they have over the last couple of days. Highs get to around 88 degrees. We'll see winds coming in from the southeast at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows sitting in the mid-70s. Rainfall coming up here for the next several days does look fairly unsettled through the rest of the week and large parts of the weekend as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Join them for Island Strong Beach Fest in Grand Isle, July 15th and 16th, benefiting Grand Isle's hurricane recovery. Local food, arts and crafts with live music from Rockin' Dopsy, Nashville South, Aaron Forrett, Velvet Sky, and more. Visit townofgrandisle.com. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, taking a look at what's happening on the roadways right now. We do have one crash with injuries. It's Lake Farm Road at Old Camp Road. That's right by the Costco uh, development Again, Lake Farm Road at Old Camp Road, crash with injuries right by the uh, Costco development. It's coming up now on 615 on Acadiana's morning news it is thursday morning wow i don't know how we made it to thursday but i don't think anybody's really gonna complain because most people are getting a three-day weekend i've heard that there might be hmm, a fun holiday coming up yes interesting yes and we will have a three-day weekend which i'm happy about me too we'll have some special programming on uh on monday and we'll have, as a matter of fact, we'll have some special programming from Fox on Monday. And then we'll also have, during Moon Graffon Show, the American Ground Radio guys will do what has become their annual tradition now um, uh, on the 4th of July. So looking forward to all that good stuff. Oh, man, it's going to be great. Now, what uh, makes America great, by the way, is what they'll be doing. Oh, is that what they're doing? Uh-huh. Wow, that's going to be cool. Yes. Um, so is there any other news programming-wise that we should be made aware of, or we can't talk about that yet? Oh, we or? can. Oh, no, oh. We, we mentioned it yesterday, but oh. it was kind of like a, you know, it was like, it was like a soft announcement yesterday. Ah. So yesterday we uh, confirmed with uh, Dan Bongino's people, because yesterday we did the test to make sure we could, you know, the audio was good, and oh. uh, Moon was able to sit down with his producer. Oh. Um, but yes, uh, on Tuesday, July 5th, 
Moon Griffon will be guest hosting the Dan Bongino Show. Sweet. Yes. So uh, we'll have some more information on the website a little bit later on today. Okay. But, um, yes, uh, we worked with them yesterday on all that. And just to make sure. And, yes, we are all good to go. Okay. Uh, well, that's going to be very, very interesting. So he will be actually hosting mm-hmm. Dan Bongino's show. Yeah. And, you know, the cool thing with modern technology is he can do it from right here. Yeah. You know, here in the building <laughs> as opposed to having to drive to Dallas or Florida. Because, you see, okay, bon- Dan Bongino broadcasts out of Florida where yeah. he lives. His producer is in Dallas. Ah. Um, so Moon was like, well, wait, I might have to drive to one of those. I'll go. But they were like, no, 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 you're good. We'll we'll hook up with your equipment uh, in the studios over there. Y'all should think y'all have access to us. So, yep, wow. we're good to go there. Yeah, it's pretty that cool. That is so neat. This is yeah. going to be an interesting uh, experience. It will be. It so, will be. Wow. I bet a lot of people from this area will... Will attempt to call into the show, and oh yeah, hopefully some of them will be able to get on the show and yeah. talk. That would be really cool uh, if that happens. Uh, Moon's got some great guests that he's uh, thinking about bringing on as well, and mm. so Moon's uh, Moon's excited and he's in prep mode for it. So. Ooh, okay, yeah. So that'll be on the fifth. That'll be on the Tuesday right okay. when we come back. All right, so Tuesday mm-hmm. the fifth. So does that mean so you'll be like super busy? I'm sure behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Oh yeah. Helping to facilitate all that stuff? Yes, making sure that if something goes wrong, that I'm the person to make sure that... We're going to call you and complain. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. But no, we should be good. Um, You know, once we're connected, we're all good to go. It's uh, it's it's like I told Moon, it's going to be weird. I'm not going to be running his board while he's on the air, Mm -hmm. but I'll be in there working behind the scenes, just making sure everything runs smoothly. (laughs) So, you know, it'll be very interesting. Um... It's, it's an amazing opportunity for mm-hmm. Um It really is. I can't wait to hear mm-hmm. how it's all going to play out and all the different uh, topics he'll be able to cover. And yeah. and you never know. I mean, mm-hmm. between now and Tuesday, how many different things can happen oh, yeah. in national politics. Oh, my God. There's so many things happening right now. Already, he's got enough material to do the show. And <laughs> like you said, you know, Biden's uh, off overseas right now. Who knows what's going to happen there? And. <laughs> He's just got so much to talk about. And um, even though it's the summer, it's really been an incredibly busy summer, especially with the Supreme Court decisions that have come down, Bernie. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we, me and Joe Cunningham were talking about yesterday. This has been like a conservative's dream summer. <laughs> I mean, so many rulings are coming down in favor of uh, of those of, of, of conservative views. And then you still have the EPA um, versus West Virginia a ruling that can come down at any minute. And as Joe broke down yesterday, that might even be the most important of all the rulings because of how it affects our everyday lives. And, um, you know, some of these rules that come out from agencies and the way that they've been doing them uh, as of late uh, might not be constitutional. And so, yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's just been one case after another uh, this summer. And, you know, you know, in my timeline uh, yesterday, from two years ago popped up where there was a Supreme Court case that ruled against conservatives in uh, when it comes to abortion, ah. um, when it came to Louisiana's abortion law. I don't know if you remember that. We've got I so don't. much issues Gosh. that we cover. And so I remember writing the story and how, um, how sad uh, Attorney General Jeff Landry was that the Supreme Court sided against the state of Louisiana in that. Mm-hmm. And two short years later... We go from that to, and then all of a sudden, Roe v. Wade is overturned. It's just, 
it's amazing how things can change in politics. Oh, my gosh. And who I mean, I, you know, I've said before, I never thought uh, in my lifetime mm-hmm. uh, we'd see the day where Roe versus Wade was overturned. And again, it's anyone's guess as to how things progress from this point on, yeah. too, mm-hmm. you know, um, and again, with other major issues that could potentially mm-hmm. come before the court as well. Yeah. Some yeah. High profile things. Yeah. It's um, it's it's just really been a huge summer. As far as that goes, I mean, I think they're in the final stretches right now as far mm-hmm. as their cases go. But, mm-hmm. um, it, it, you know, it, it's like I said yesterday, it's kind of like the balance of, of power, if you will, because, you know, you've had the Democrats and Joe Biden that really took over just a couple of years ago and um, or not even a couple of years ago. And they've been able to enact a lot of liberal policies. And then all of a sudden, you know, just when it looks like Democrats are controlling everything, you've got the Supreme Court comes in. And makes these rulings in favor of conservatives. And it just, it really does go to show how the founders were so smart and how they balanced out the power. Oh my gosh. Isn't with that all the branches. True. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of power and the balance of power, we've got a big show for you today. Obviously, we start in the six o'clock hour. Bob Carricker will join us, Acadiana's history professor. So we shall chat with him coming up. In this hour, in the 7 o'clock hour, it'll be your chance to talk to our Lafayette Mayor President, Josh Guillory. He will join us on the show today. There are going to be a lot of different questions we have because there's been some discussion going on behind the scenes about um, questions that were answered or questions that were asked by a councilwoman. And then the response to that about getting an auditor um, and whether or not that is uh, needed. So we will talk with Josh Guillory about that as well. That'll be coming up during Lafayette Live. We'll take your questions, comments, concerns. If you don't have the KPL app, get it because you can chat with us all the time via the KPL app. You can also call us straight from there if you're like, oh, well, uh, instead of sending my question, I want to ask my own question or I want to make my own comment. Easy enough to do. You just call us on the line, 232-1542. That's super easy. Yes. Um. And the, the KPL app, well, you got that too. Okay. Speaking of the app, before yes. you continue, I want to make this comment. Um, for those of you that don't have the app, I would encourage you to download it, not just for everything that Bernie just mentioned, but also, you know, yesterday we uh, didn't have power uh, here at the station for like a good hour oh. to an hour and a half. And, of course, it happened during one of our local shows being offsides. Um those that had the app were letting us know, hey, I'm a, I'm still able to listen online, mm-hmm. even though I can't listen on the air. Thank goodness for the app. So if you don't have the KPL News app, please, please, please download it. Um, we got a lot of goodies there for you, but you can also listen to your favorite mm. shows whenever power hits. I mean, like the weather was nasty yesterday. Man, wasn't it? It was wicked, wicked sounding. It was. There were a lot of lightning strikes that were pretty close to my house. I have one of those apps that shows you yeah. and all of it, but I didn't need the app to tell me what was going on. Yeah. I had two dogs. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen a dog fly across a living room before? You 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 remember Jet, right? Yes. Yes, your, that your was sweet Jet. Baby. Yeah. He would do that too. Oh, yeah. He would just, uh, he was so quick. He's like, Daddy, what's going on? Yes. He used to hate when the weather would get so bad. Poor thing. Oh, man. Yesterday, that part of the day was an utter nightmare. A complete and utter nightmare. Um, But the long nightmare is over Mm -hmm. as far as that goes for yesterday. All right. What are our rain chances? I was just stepping out of the studio. Then I just popped in. I didn't get a chance to take a look at what our... 60%. Ooh. 
so we're going to have a chance of some good thunderstorms and showers, kind of a repeat of yesterday. Huh? And as uh, Daniel said, we can expect the showers a little bit earlier today than they came yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, so that'll kind of be in the back of our minds mm-hmm. for today. So I guess bring the big umbrella. Oh, yeah, the big one. Okay, now another note, okay, this is the time of year so many people hit the road for the 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that left yesterday. I know some people that are headed to the beach today. Uh-huh. Having said that, please, please, please remember, mm-hmm. you got to have a little patience. Yeah. Because people drive like nuts. Yeah. Like they're crazy out there. Yeah. So please just proceed with caution. You know, inhale through your nose. <laughs> Exhale through your mouth. And I'll tell you this, you know, if you're not leaving today, if maybe you're leaving, you know, Saturday or Sunday, go to Ross Tire and Service. Mm-hmm. Make sure your tires are okay. Make sure the AC is going to be, you can get that checked and all of that stuff. Yeah. Anything you need, Ross Tire and Service on Kali Saloon. Look, those guys will get you ready to go. Yeah. Because you never really know what you might need mm-hmm. until you hit the road. And if you haven't checked your car in a while, mm-hmm. that can be a pain in the Bleep. That's the nice way to put it. <laughs> yes. Um, they actually uh, fixed our air condition. Did uh, they? Last time we needed that to do like a big overhaul of it. <laughs> and so um, very thankful to them for the great work that they do over at Ross Tire. I know. And they're sweet and they're kind. And thank God they are. And sometimes I'll just like, you can send them RossTireLafayette.com. Mm-hmm. You can correspond that way. And sometimes I'll be like, wait a minute. There's this weird noise. And I'm like, don't ever not sure what's happening out with me. <laughs> and um, they got a great special on on tires, on a set of four tires. Okay. Right now. So for all you people that need it, you can jump jump in on those savings um too if you if you need um any of that. And you may just need two. Yeah. So that's a possibility as well. But my biggest thing is everybody please have patience. And especially if the roads are gonna be slick in some areas of Louisiana as you're mm. making your way to the beach. Yeah. <gasps> Please be patient. And for everybody that likes to run red lights, thanks for not killing me yesterday. (laughs) I was a passenger. Uh And a couple of different times, I'm like, wow, it's getting out of control. It is. It's bad. I've been noticing it a lot more. Again, we talked about the cameras the other day. I'm not advocating for the return of cameras, but it's just you look around and people are just taking those chances more and more now. I'm like, what is it? Two Mm -hmm. more minutes. You know, I know it's like I get impatient, too. I mean. We, we all, all do, do. Mm-hmm. but like, I'm like, I'm not willing to run a red light and, and be like, oh yeah, let me see if I can die in Lafayette traffic today. <laughs> um, so <laughs> please people just be careful out there. We beg you. We beg you. All right. And we'll talk a little bit. St. Landry Crime Stoppers coming up in the eight o'clock hour today. Mm-hmm. So that will be on the way as well this morning. So Brandon, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too, Bernie. Okay, so I guess we'll also do some trivia, some Cartridge World trivia today. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did some presidential trivia with uh, Joe yesterday. Oh, that must have been awesome. Yeah. Um, tested his uh, presidential knowledge. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He did pretty good. That was some really hard questions, though. They were really super hard. Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to look for some fun stuff today, yeah. but I'm not going to make them too, too hard. Yeah. Do you have anything in particular? Because I kind of have an idea of something I, I can do. but Well, I'll let you go with your idea. Okay. And then next time, yeah. we can do sports trivia. Okay. But go with your idea today. Okay. Yeah, that'll be fun. So okay. tomorrow, you're going to, like, ask me sports trivia questions. That's ah, going to be Ah, okay. Well, a that's how we'll do and it. and a half. All right. We're going to do that. hoot and a half. Because Bernie knows. Please. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming up now on 628. Good morning, Acadiana.
Get breaking news first and exclusive content now. Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. It is 76 degrees under cloudy conditions. Your complete forecast is coming up. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como taking a look at our top Stories, Tony Hardy, a former Abbeville police chief and newly elected city councilman, is under fire this morning after body cam footage has been released of him using a homophobic slur during an altercation at a local bar. Many in the community are questioning if he is right for the job. He is supposed to be sworn in as councilman today. Vermillion Parish Sheriff's Department says they're investigating a drive-by shooting that happened yesterday near a nursing home. No injuries were reported, and VPSO is actively investigating. If you have any information, contact the sheriff's office. Well, despite increased costs for, well, everything, Independence Day holiday travel is predicted to be huge. More from Kevin Gallagher. Louisiana AAA's Don Redmond says well over 4 million people in the Gulf South plan to travel this weekend because after the pandemic, they are so ready. Just the pent-up demand that uh, Americans have to get out and travel this summer. He says travel estimates for July 4th haven't been this high since 2019, and nationally, they are at a 20-year high despite the cost of fuel. Redmond says most will drive, and airfare bookings are extremely low. We haven't seen this low number since 2011. Redmond says airfares are up 14%, hotels over 20%, and dining up too, but Louisianans want a vacation nevertheless. I'm Kevin Gallagher. High gas prices will not be keeping Louisiana drivers off the roads this holiday weekend. In fact, AAA says more than 47 million Americans will be gassing up and going somewhere for the 4th of July. AAA estimates it'll be the second busiest July 4th travel weekend since the year 2000. Lafayette Consolidated Government reminds pet owners to make sure their pets have a place to avoid the noise. Many pets go missing after being frightened by fireworks. And now here's a tip. Turn on your radio. That should disguise any frightening sounds. And please make sure your pet is wearing an ID tag with up-to-date information. I can speak from experience on that one. Uh, police are investigating a potential hate crime at Dell High High School. David Grubb has more. After a custodian found a noose lying on the stage of the auditorium at Dell High School last Tuesday, police were called to investigate. Here's Chief Roy Williams. I went to the school and uh, took statements from the principal, the custodian worker, and a suspect. The suspect is one of the contractors working on renovations at the school, and because of that, video cameras within the auditorium were deactivated, leaving no footage of what happened. The suspect says it was unintentional, but Williams says he'll leave that for the evidence and the district attorney to decide. I'm going to let the district attorney make a determination whether there was the intent, and if so, we will go forward with, with a hate crime charge. I'm David Grubb. Once known as the most prolific offensive team in the NFL, the Saints have been owners of one of the most dangerous defenses the past few years even in the face of some incredible adversity. Defensive end Cam Jordan says overcoming that adversity has given the unit, the unit tremendous confidence heading into the season. We were still able to win at such a high clip that our confidence was boosted through that roof and realized that you know defense can not only sustain games or win games because of us, as well as we can win with a multitude of quarterbacks. I mean, that confidence is unreal. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com.
mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today with widespread showers and thunderstorms possible. I think they arrive a little bit earlier today than they have over the last couple of days. Highs get to around 88 degrees. We'll see winds coming in from the southeast at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows sitting in the mid-70s. Rainfall coming up here for the next several days does look fairly unsettled through the rest of the week and large parts of the weekend as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. At Family Dollar, we know you want more for your summer. Find everything from grilling supplies and beach toys to deals on your favorite soft drinks. Family Dollar, helping you do more. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. All right, taking a look at what's happening on the roadways right now. We do have a crash, that one still near the Costco Development Lake Farm Road at Old Camp Road. Injuries are involved. That's a crash, Lake Farm Road at Old, Old Camp Road. Crash with injuries. It's near the Costco Development. Eat Lafayette is a year-long celebration of our local restaurants in and around Lafayette. And News Talk 96.5 KPL is happy to be a sponsor of Eat Lafayette. Now through September 11th, you can find great Eat Lafayette deals offered by some of the participating restaurants. And be sure to download the Eat Lafayette digital passport so you can check in when you eat at a participating restaurant. Each check-in will enter you to win airfare and a trip for two to Charlotte, North Carolina, courtesy of Wings Travel. There's something for everyone's taste buds, from Cajun to Asian, Mediterranean to pizza, when you choose an Eat Lafayette restaurant. Just go to kpl965.com and click on the Eat Lafayette link at the top of the page. Eat Lafayette, delivered by Waiter and sponsored in part by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. <laughs> it is the theme music for Acadiana's History Professor, <laughs> Bob Carica, on location this morning, hanging out yes. with lobsters. Where are you? I am. I am hanging out with lobster <laughs> in Maine. I'm, I'm on so cool. sort of vacation, sort of the... Uh, I, uh, my daughter refers to it as the uh, Bob Carricker embarrassment tour. <laughs> as, I, as, I, as I embarrass myself repeatedly with my uh, my New England accent. <laughs> yeah, I heard you do a mean John F. Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, some people, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. It, it is actually very, very mean what I do to John F. Kennedy's heritage by making fun of that accent. <laughs> Well, but I mean, you you know, you're you're on the Northeast Coast. I mean, it's kind of something I guess people do, you know. Well, no, you know what, Bernie? You, uh, that's what I thought. I thought everybody around here would appreciate it if I oh. if I talk like them, you know, talking talking about parking my car at the Harvard Yard and eating a lobster and Bar Harbor, but <laughs> they actually don't. They don't appreciate it. Yeah, and they they sort of get insulted very quickly. <laughs> It's probably like when they try to come down here and talk like us, and they're way <laughs> off, huh? Right, right. They also, they also, they also. I can report, um, do not appreciate it when you repeatedly refer to their lobster as a giant crawfish. <laughs> well, they they really kind of are, you know. Not, they, they really, they, they definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so I'm up here in Maine at 
um, Acadia National Park, which is absolutely phenomenal. And if you know, it's like the perfect combination of the ocean rolling into these granite, you know, rocky granite coastlines. Stunningly beautiful. It's the combination of the ocean, but then also the forest, because the landscape behind you is it's it's really densely wooded forest. So if, if you know anybody who is looking for the perfect combination of you get you get the sea and then you also get the forest, this is uh, this is the place. It's it's wild. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I'm looking at the pictures right now while you were uh, describing it, and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I think you can probably only appreciate it for maybe you know a month or two months out of the year because the state motto, from what I have decided, is uh, cold yet damp. Ah, yeah. Well, at yeah. least they get some cold. Yeah. I mean... I was going to say, it's better than hot yet Yeah, damp. yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that sounds terrible. Ugh. Right, yeah, it's true. I, I can't complain because people are sweltering. <laughs> so, anyway, what are we I'm doing? Time. So, well, you know what? I figured I needed to do lobster. I needed to do the history of lobster uh, because this is where I am. I'm inspired by it. I ate the lobster last night, and, and so that's what I wanted to do. So, I don't know. Are you a big fan of lobster, Bernie? Oh, yes, very much so. Brandon? I assume Brandon isn't. Oh no, I'm good. I'm 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 looking forward to it. Yeah. So and so I'm I'm looking into this and apparent so it, it's similar to crawfish mm-hmm. in that historically lobster was in fact the food of the poor. And really? it was food that was Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious. It's it's amazing how over time these things can change. But this has the, the perception of lobster has dramatically changed. Um, when, when the colonists came across the Atlantic Ocean and settled in New England, apparently lobster were so plentiful. And it's, it's hard to believe. In some ways, it's hard to believe. In some ways, it's not. Because I'm looking at thousands and thousands and thousands of lobster traps out on the coast. You can see them. They, they, they have little buoys attached to them, and so you can see them bobbing around. And there's, like I said, tens of thousands of them everywhere. So clearly, the bottom of the ocean is, is just crawling with these things. But historically, when the colonists came over, there were so many of them, they said that they would actually wash ashore in, in piles two feet deep. It's wow. a, they were just absolutely everywhere. Um, and the Native Americans used them sort of as meat, but they were sort of disgusted by them. And there were so many of them that they really used them for fertilizer more. Mm. Really? But okay. of course, as we know, they've got this, this wonderful meat inside of them. Mm-hmm. And they were so readily plentiful that, that poor people... Um, would actually utilize them as their food source, right? Because the poor people had nothing else, and so they would just harvest these giant cockroaches from the sea, (laughs) and they would enjoy them. So they got this very, very bad reputation because, one, they're so plentiful, so, you know, clearly you don't really need them, and the, the... the, the poor people would, would revert to their food sources. And so they got this bad reputation. And, and high society wanted absolutely nothing to do with these things. And it only started to change 
in the 1800s when two things sort of came along simultaneously, and that is canning, right? The process of canning food and canning meat and canning fish for preservation. And so lobster was a product that industries started to can. And then this, this goes hand in hand with the expansion of railroads across the country and further west, well beyond the coast. And so people well beyond the coast were looking for canned food products and they were getting them from the railroads and they loved the lobster. So people didn't, people who had access to this, who did not have these negative connotations associated with lobster, were getting it in cans from the railroads, you know, not from the railroads, but because of the railroads, and they were loving it. And when they started to go on vacation, they wanted to go to the beach. People want to go to the beach, so they would head to the eastern seaboard beach, and they would ask for, well, you know, we know that lobster came from these icy cold waters. We want that. And people in New England, they want this? Are you serious? They want, they want the cockroaches of the sea? All right, well... Damn it, give it to them. (laughs) They started, you know, more, more accepting approach to the, to the, to the lobster and they started serving them in restaurants and they, well, you know what, they probably would like a cookbook to go along with this, right? Yeah. Well, somebody's got to put together a lobster cookbook. It's got to be more we can do with it than serve it to, uh, serve it to prisoners, which is what they did. Initially, it was prisoner food. And again, another little example to show you just how sort of, you know, off-putting lobster was to society early, early on. So there were there were people called indentured servants. And sure. I think you sort of know what this idea is. And that is, you 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 uh, attach yourself to a person or an industry, and they will pay for your passage across the Atlantic Ocean. But then you're obligated to work for them for five or six or seven or ten years. Well. Apparently, indentured servant contracts, if you, if you were smart enough to get them, they started including people specifically saying, okay, so I will be the indentured service. I will indenture myself to you for seven years, do all of the labor that you want to do. But my one, my one caveat is I will only be served lobster a maximum of two times per week. Wow. Because because they didn't want it. They're like, like this is gross. The word had gone out in the, the, the community that, you know, oh my gosh, you're going to indenture yourself to this person and they're going to end up serving you lobster six or seven times a week. It's outrageous. Don't how, let them do that. How dare they? And so, <laughs> <laughs> they would they would ensure that their contract said only two or three times a week. Imagine that, right? Man, I would love to have um, lobster at least two or three times a week. Gosh. Right, right. Man. Well, you know what? It, here's what you can do, Brandon. Ah. When the time machine comes along, you yes. can teleport yourself back, become an indentured servant, oh. and leave that clause out of your contract. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you'll be you'll be good to go. <laughs> so. So it was that. It was the canning and it was the railroads. And then, and so that's the, the mid now into the late 1800s. And then when World War II comes along mm-hmm. and there's significant um, food rationing by the government. And, you know, people aren't aware of how, how significant that food rationing was. But lobster were technically classified as a delicacy. And so they were not rationed because it was just this delicacy. And since it wasn't rationed, it became completely 
uh, available, whereas many other foods that people wanted were highly, highly rationed. And so there, again, this lobster took this kind of step forward on its path towards being identified as something that everybody absolutely wants all the time. Wow. What an interesting story of the progression of the popularity of lobster, yeah. the, the right. cockroach of the sea. <laughs> the cockroach of the sea. <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way, it does sound gross. But, man, it's amazing how lobster went from being despised to just everyone wanting it. I was telling this to my daughter the other night. Well, we literally had a lobster last night. We went to this little place where they you can get them right off of the boat. And oh. I was telling her. I was telling her this. I said, oh, come on, look at this thing. doesn't look like a cockroach at all. <laughs> we're looking at her like, actually, it, it really does kind of look like a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I will never, I'll, I refuse to ever think of it that way in the bad way. I will always think of it as the gloriousness that it is because, hey, Anything that you can eat that is steamed beautifully and you can smother it in warm butter with a mm. garlic sauce is just A-okay with me 24-7. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I agree, Bernie. <laughs> so, Bob, are you going to bring us back any fresh lobster? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Well, he's honest about it. Thanks for asking. <laughs> he's like, not no, but hell no. <laughs> right. So we have uh, we have one more night here, and then and then we're headed back to Lafayette. So I'll be in the studio with you next week. Okay. Well, this was terrific. Thank you so much for all this fun. You did absolutely. You made us hungry though at this time of the morning. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm, I'm starving now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go get some little tiny crawfish. That's right. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Acadiana's history professor, Bob Carica. thank you for your time. Thank you. Have a great day. You, you too. too. It's coming up now on 653. If TikTok is on your smartphone, here's why you should remove it immediately. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr has asked the CEOs of both Google and Apple to remove TikTok from their app stores. He says that TikTok, the most popular app for teens and 20-somethings, is not simply sharing funny videos. At its core, TikTok is a sophisticated surveillance tool harvesting all your personal data. TikTok is owned by a Beijing company, ByteDance, which Commissioner Carr says is required by Chinese law to comply with the communist China's surveillance demands, including getting your entire search and browsing history facial ID, voice prints, your text, location, photos, and more. And the software has circumvented all attempts to block its collection methods. No other popular software is spying to this extent. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website. That's commando.com with a K, of course. Summer is starting and prices are rising on just about everything. But when it comes to the cost of your prescriptions, checking GoodRx can help. With GoodRx, you can save a few bucks and maybe put it toward a road trip or a staycation, something fun to celebrate the season. GoodRx helps you compare prescription prices at local pharmacies and can save you up to 80%. Comparing prices is important because what a lot of people don't realize is that prescription prices can vary from one pharmacy to the next, sometimes by as much as $100. 
But with GoodRx, you'll have the information you need to help you find the lowest price. GoodRx has saved consumers $40 billion to date and can help you save money, too. For simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, check GoodRx. Go to GoodRx.com slash Kim. That's GoodRx.com slash Kim. GoodRx is not insurance, but can be used instead of insurance, Medicare and Medicaid. In 2021, GoodRx users saved 81% on retail prescription prices. News Talk 96.5 Cato. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Global markets appear headed today to close out the most disappointing first half of a year in decades. However, Dow Jones market data says history shows when the S&P 500 has fallen at least 15% in the first six months of the year, it has risen an average of 24% in the second half. Wall Street giant UBS Group has agreed to pay $25 million to settle fraud charges from the Securities and Exchange Commission. The big bank was accused of a complex options trading strategy that lost customers tens of millions of dollars. A cyber attack is still preventing publisher Macmillan from shipping books to retailers. Macmillan was forced to take systems offline to prevent further impact to files on its network. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosella, invested in you. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit is a tribute to all who lost their lives on September 11, 2001. Or from 9-11 related illnesses, this high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer transforms into an 1,100-square-foot exhibit, a tool to educate people about 9-11. Visit it in a city near you and join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Two more Supreme rulings. I'm Dave Anthony Fox, too. They're the last two left in the Supreme Court's term. Then Justice Stephen Breyer will retire. At noon in Washington, Katanji Brown-Jackson will be sworn in as the first black woman to be a justice. As for the cases, one is a challenge to the EPA's authority to fight climate change with regulations on emissions from power plants. The other involves a Trump-era policy. President Biden wants the court to allow him to lift that has most migrants seeking asylum here waiting in Mexico. Republican Governor Greg Abbott says if the court refuses and the policy stays in effect. If they do not follow the standard, Texas can take legal action and go to court to hold the president, to hold Secretary Mayorkas and other operatives in the federal government in contempt of court uh, if they fail to live up to that order. And that's exactly what we will be seeking to do. And days after an 18-wheeler truck was found full of dead migrants in the back Monday in San Antonio, the governor also says... Texas is going to add additional truck checkpoints. 53 of the migrants inside that truck died. 14 survived. The driver is charged with death as a result of smuggling and is due in court today. The Democrat-led House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot has issued a subpoena 
to former White House counsel Pat Cipollone. This amid pushback to testimony earlier this week from ex-White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson that included an allegation then President Trump, angry he wasn't being driven to the Capitol, lunged to grab the steering wheel of his limousine, but a Secret Service source tells Fox. The agents Hutchinson mentioned in her testimony have spoken to the committee and want to do so again in public to refute the steering wheel allegation, but Hutchinson's attorney says she stands by her testimony. That's Fox's Brooks Singman. Now, the former president calls Hutchinson a phony and has been denying her allegations, but nearly half of those surveyed at a new AP poll think Trump should be charged with a crime. America's listening to Fox News. The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi, this is Stephen K. Ben, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's shelter to 989898. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. No matter how big or small your business is. Earn back when you spend, get exclusive offers and paint rewards. It all adds up to help level up your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231.22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. The Supreme Court's last rulings of the term today come six days after the decision that undid the federal legal right to abortions, letting states ban or restrict them. Florida's new law restricting abortions to the first 15 weeks of pregnancy is set to take effect on Friday, but a state judge in Tallahassee is expected today to rule on if it violates the Florida state constitution. Planned Parenthood is suing over the new rule, which makes no exception for rape or incest, but does allow for termination in cases of medical emergencies for the mother or gestating baby. But Planned Parenthood says the law violates a state constitutional right to privacy, which Florida's state Supreme Court once ruled applied to abortions. Florida's existing law allows abortion through the 24th week. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. New York is trying to rewrite its concealed carry gun law after the Supreme Court ruled last week the one in place was too restrictive and violated gun owners' rights. The state is also going after what are called ghost guns, suing 10 companies for distributing parts and components to build the weapons that can be untraceable. There's a new study on gun ownership. The data shows that in states with higher percentages of households with at least one gun, crime rates are not higher than states with stricter gun laws laws and murder rates are lower or about the same. The George Mason University study did not consider law enforcement, gang or drug problems, demographic or cultural differences. But John Lott, the president of the Crime Prevention Research Center, says if you mainly disarm law-abiding people, you make it easier for criminals to commit crime. Jack Callahan. Fox News. The price of the gas pump is down a 16th straight day. AAA now has regular 16 cents less than its record high. On Wall Street, stocks could drop big time. Dow futures down nearly 400 points ahead of today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 
76 degrees under cloudy conditions. Your complete forecast is coming up. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. Our top story, since a temporary restraining order was placed on Louisiana's abortion trigger laws Monday, abortions can continue in the state. Uh, Brooke Thorrington has more from the director of the Hope Medical Center for Women in Shreveport. Kathleen Pittman says since the restraining order, they've been fully booked with appointments and they're not making any past July 8th until a hearing on the order is scheduled. She says she's receiving calls from all kinds of people. I do not believe in abortion, but I want to help. I mean, it's galvanized some people. I don't know if long term how that will play out in the polls, but we shall see. And some other calls are more difficult. The mom sobbing because we can't see her daughter within the next couple of weeks. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Louisiana will be using the district map created and approved by the legislature this past session for this fall's election following a ruling earlier this week by the Supreme Court. However, those district lines could still be changed by the courts after the elections take place. But even if they are, the results of the election will stand. Lafayette police have opened the doors on the newly created Precinct 5 downtown. The precinct is located in the Rosa Parks Transportation Center. LPD added the downtown precinct to help maintain security for downtown businesses and their customers. Congratulations to the 17 new Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents who are the most recent graduates of the LDWF Law Enforcement Academy. They are on the job as of today, protecting us in our state in the great outdoors. If you'd like to join them, you can find out more at wlf.louisiana.gov. After a two-year hiatus, the Essence Festival of Culture returns to New Orleans at full strength this holiday weekend. David Grubb has more. Now in its 27th year, Essence Fest is the nation's largest music festival, regularly drawing more than half a million visitors to the city of New Orleans. Those visitors and their spending power were greatly missed over the last two years, says Councilman Oliver Thomas. It's B.I.G. and Capital Letters, especially coming out of the pandemic. You know, all of the other economic issues debilitated and crippled the tourism community. This year's headliners include comedian Kevin Hart, Nicki Minaj, and Janet Jackson. Attendees can also attend seminars and shop local vendors at the Morial Convention Center. The last Essence Fest in 2019 had an estimated $280 million economic impact. I'm David Grubb. And congratulations to Kathleen Williams of Harvey, Louisiana. Her name was drawn last night as the winner of the 2022 Acadiana St. Jude Dream Home. This year's Dream Home, thanks to your generosity, raised more than $1.3 million for the hospital. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today with widespread showers and thunderstorms possible. I think they arrive a little bit earlier today than they have over the last couple of days. Highs get to around 88 degrees. We'll see winds coming in from the southeast at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows sitting in the mid-70s. Rainfall coming up here for the next several days does look fairly unsettled through the rest of the week and large parts of the weekend as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. It's hurricane season. Flood insurance can help you avoid paying out of pocket for costly damage. It's time to trust your instincts. Get flood insurance and protect the life you built. Visit floodsmart.gov. Sponsored by FEMA. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We do have a crash with injuries. Again, still at Lake Farm Road at Old Camp Road in the Costco development area. Lake Farm Road at Old Camp Road, a crash with injuries. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light 
and bright stars through the perilous fight. Oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. It is coming up now on 714 on Acadiana's Morning News. Good morning, Acadiana. Thursday morning has arrived. Grab yourself a cup of coffee. It's time for Lafayette Live with Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory joining us in studio. If you have the KPL app, you can, of course, send us a text message asking all your questions, giving your comments, or, you know, airing a concern. You can call into the phone line 232-1542. Phone line also available straight from the app. It's free in the App Store. Okay, I want to start with something from a gentleman who had a question. I've seen this too. Um, it, it, the man's question is simple. On Camellia, there is a parked Lafayette police officer car that's just kind of always parked there. So the person who sent the message yesterday said, hey, would you remember to ask the mayor president about that and kind of why that that police car is parked there on Camellia? I don't know. Okay. All right. And, and look, I drive on it all the time. All the time. And I, mm-hmm. I also ask that question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I never thought to ask Chief, but okay. I, figured, I figured there was a reason. Okay. You know, it makes me wonder, uh, you know, obviously I'm assuming it's part of a traffic calming idea because everybody does 50. I'm the only person I know that goes 35 on Camellia. <laughs> me, well, me and maybe one other person, maybe Brandon. I don't know. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, so, okay, well, hopefully we can maybe get some feedback <laughs> on that and uh, have that for a future show. Okay, it is a busy time um, because the summertime means budget time. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so we are at the end of June, last day of June. So what's happening with the process? When will budget hearings begin? What are you doing on your side right now? Well, right now I'm seeing nothing but dollar signs. Okay, all right. Up and down. No, okay. it's uh, <laughs> I, look, and, and Lori, our, our uh, CFO, Lori mm-hmm. Tews, does a great job. You know, our old team, and then they work hard. And, and budget for them is all year. Yeah. So I'd imagine they're looking at that constantly. Ends. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and they'll find ways to save money and stuff. I mean, all the time. But on our end, so the, the budget process starts with the executive branch. We mm-hmm. prepare a budget. It takes about two months. To do I that. would imagine so. And, it, and it's steady mm-hmm. I mean, day after day. Uh, we present it to our legislative body, which is the parish council, city council, and mm-hmm. they vote on the budget. We're consolidated government. They, uh, you know, it takes. Three out of five on both councils, and then um, comes back to the executive branch, and we sign off veto or line item veto. Mm-hmm. But look, um, you know, we're, we're fortunate, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, we're so blessed. We had to, you know, very, very much be cognizant to, to be thankful because, you know, I talked to my fellow mayors and fellow parish presidents across the region, and especially as you go up in northern Louisiana, those guys are hit so hard. And and yeah. you know, even during the pandemic, you know, our business owners, our small business owners, went to work, man. Mm. Yeah, we you know, brought in. Yeah, because you had the safe initiative, right? Safe shop. Yep. Yeah, safe shop. And and all we did was get government out of the way. Yeah. Responsibly. I mean, you had to mm. put protocols in. We were sure. Unknowns, a lot of, you know, in shorter waters, but we put our faith in the, the, the private sector, not the government. And, mm. and, and it paid off, paid off big time. But look, you know, uh, budget though is uh, it's at the local level. You got to balance the budget. We don't have the luxury of printing money like those guys do in Washington. Yeah. And, uh, we got to make sure that we're taking care of the initiatives that government's responsible for. Yeah. Anything major that might be in the upcoming budget that uh, maybe from some federal funds that we will see doing some things in action in our local uh, communities uh, in the parish. Anything that really kind of Stands out to you? You know, collectively, I'm proud of our, um, I, don't know, I don't know how exciting this is, but our overlay program, you know, our asphalt yeah. overlay program. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're, we're up to date so far, and I'm proud of our public works and Trav and all those guys that, that work hard to make sure that, um, you know, we're paving as many things as we can, many roads as we can. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, the CAO, uh, Citra, and CFO worked hard to put, um, you know, follow my guidance and say, look, let's pave more roads, let's make sure our we don't have to have as many football helmets. Uh, to, yeah, no. Hey, it's very, it's very nice now to drive down Ambassador Caffrey and not have that, you know, all the lanes were announced oh, open yeah. yesterday and not have to, you know, worry about everybody trying to merge into the one lane. So that builds up traffic. That was building up traffic like crazy, even though it was some needed improvements the past two months. And then talking to some business owners in that area, um, you know, it was something that was a concern for them as far as business going and people not wanting to fight that traffic. But uh, mm-hmm. fortunately, that's over with now. On Well, okay, that Ambassador that's All Lanes are open, but now mm-hmm. you got some other work still being done on Dulles and, and all that. So that's great. But that's great, though. It really is. I think we're kind of blessed in a way to be able to complain that we actually have some traffic yeah. projects that are going on. Because yeah. I know I'm just like everybody else. We're like, hey, let's fix this. Why can't we fix this? Man, this makes me mad. But then we're like, oh, I'm going to be delayed again. Yeah. Oh, i got to run into this area. So it is kind of that fun catch-22. <laughs> I, I agree. You know, and, and I'm feeding the traffic a little bit, but I'll, I'll go back to the budget question. Though. One, one thing, you know, look, there's a lot of things in there that I'm excited about. But something that pops out are gateways. Mm-hmm. Okay, so look, you, you can drive through Lafayette. If you didn't know you were in Lafayette, you'd run right through it. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't take the time to do that. And, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, But... We are going to have a component in there that takes care or at least addresses our, our gateways and work okay. with the councils, the budget, and kind of beautify the area. 
Um, you know, we won cleanest city in the whole state for this category, which is pretty impressive. The, mm-hmm. the you know the uh, with our population, and uh, it takes community. But we need to go a little step further, and and I hope everybody's noticing the the litter abatement. And mm-hmm. I know I sure am, and I'm proud of those guys. But um, you know, we can always do better. Mm-hmm. We can always get a you know on behalf of our constituents. Are we going to make see some major changes at some of these Lafayette gateways? Yeah, we'll, we'll add some um, beautification. Efforts, okay, signage. Signage, you know, which is nice. We, yeah, if you you know coming coming north to south, mm-hmm. the signs with a four by four. Yeah, you know I know. Mean? It's, it's not. It's not big enough. Not you can't really tell. You're not sure, and it's kind of complicated when you're coming in. You know, let's say you decide, okay, I'm I'm riding, you know, westbound on I-10, and I want to take a southbound throughway, and then you're kind of looking at some of that stuff, and it can be a little bit annoying as far as what you're supposed to do. Some of those intersections seem a little strange, if you will. Um, I think a lot of people would agree with you. <laughs> um, Sue would like to know, and this is from the app chat. Anybody can app chat into us. Sue would like to know, is the mayor working with the councils to get their budget concerns addressed as uh, addressed, excuse me, as to not have any controversy? So a lot of different questions surrounding this. Um, You've been very aggressive since you got in office about making sure that we get some drainage projects underway. So first off, can you give us an idea? And again, it's not about anything from the past. I just want to clarify what we had before, and then the amount of things that were started once you got into office in 2020. Let's start there. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I guess it's just a new pace of government. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I don't run from that. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we follow science, and, and you know me, and it, it's, uh, we, I think we talked about this a couple of times where, hey, look, 2020 was frustrating in many ways, but it's frustrating because I, I wanted to help so like right then and there. Mm-hmm. And but you, you have to follow science. You have to wait for the engineering. There were some easy wins when we got in, and we took mm-hmm. advantage of those. But, look, we're going to follow science. We're going to follow the professional guidelines. I'm not an engineer. My, jo- my job is not to engineer the projects. My job is to make sure that I work with our councils, work with our stakeholders, to have adequate funding and make sure that we are guided in the right direction, and we do that. But we're going to do that quickly because our, my, my constituents put me in office to do things, mm-hmm. not to talk about it. Right. Not to study the study, to do to another study, study, to do a study. To another fellow study, yeah. But, I, but I'll tell you this, I'll argue our science compared to, to the past any day of the week because now we have a cumulative effort. Now we're, now we're using, our engineers communicate. They don't operate in silos like they did mm-hmm. in the past. The bureaucracy is, is, is weakened because the CAO and myself work very hard, mm-hmm. very hard to establish a foundation where we're going to communicate, we're going to be on the same page. I'm talking about departments internally. Right. Because that is how we maximize our efforts okay the 18 questions that councilwoman Nanette cook had for you and i i want to talk about in general um so along this this process of all these drainage projects has the council gone along and approved these projects they have they voted yes for all of these projects yes so why would a council person or any of them or all of them vote for these council projects but then come back later and want to ask all these questions my question is why didn't they ask those questions before they voted yes to getting these these projects rolling and moving well the honest answer would be it's because the current didn't give them those questions at that time but that by the current you're talking about the blog the blog okay so and but that's the honest answer. Now because the response they, they answer did. would be to say, "Well, they just didn't have those questions at the time." And 
But why, a as bit. a council person, why wouldn't you have those questions? If you have legitimate concerns or you, you would think that, oh, did something go wrong? Was the pace of government not correct? Um, did they, did we have not the, the proper stuff in place? But the councils have signed off on all of these projects that now questions are being raised. Well, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't understand it either, but you know, look, we'll play the game. So, but is I, it about generating controversy in your mind? That yes. So is that a direct result of let's make some controversy so in the future we have something to talk about during an election? Do you worry that that's part of it? Would you say that's part of it? Well, I definitely don't worry about it. And, and you know, I don't know. I mean, there's no logic there. But I will say this. The appropriation process is pretty clear. It's pretty transparent. Um, you know, we, we on, on, on ordinances, which is appropriations, mm. you know, you actually have to vote on them twice. So that's two chances to have mm. a public comment about it. Mm-hmm. The agenda is controlled by the the council. The council itself, you know, not not the executive branch. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's plenty of opportunities to ask those questions. And you know, we we remain open to all the council members that if they ever want to come up and mm-hmm. get briefed on projects. Oh, you know, and some of those questions, though, actually, and, and look, they may not have noticed this, but um, we had a presentation a couple weeks earlier, two and a half hours on drainage that would have addressed like four or five of those questions. Okay, so four or five out of the 18 questions that they now have would have been addressed at that time in the two and a half hour presentation. So, but even if the questions that they have now were not addressed at that time, why now would those questions need to be, I'm I'm not saying the questions shouldn't be asked. I, I think that's totally legitimate. But why are you telling them now too? Okay, go ahead and get an auditor. What is your thought process with that? Why? Yeah. Why do that? Why say that? Well, you know our our directors are busy. Man, to answer all these questions, we have to, have to stop paving roads, stop digging ditches, stop digging detention ponds, just to focus on this political theater. So instead, knowing that I, I, I mean I trust my subordinate leaders. They work hard. They work. They they know my, they know me and the CAO's guidance real clear. Do everything lawfully and ethically. Period. So we want to focus on the people. We want to focus on improving the quality of life of those who are blessed to serve. It's that easy. Mm. We can't do that if we have to stop and play all these little political games. So can these council members go directly to these department heads and ask these questions themselves? No, they can't. Why not? And because the directors answer to the executive branch, just Mm. like the council staff answers Mm. to the council. Okay. You know, council chairs, councilmen, council members. And but, but we welcome the questions from the council members. And I said, we have a very simple professional courtesy agreement there that I think shouldn't have to be codified into law. It's just simple. Hey, if you have any questions for our directors, call us, mm-hmm. email us. And, and there's a lot of council members that do. I mean, look at AB, look at Councilman Rubin, Paris Council. Mm-hmm. I mean, he led the initiative over there at the uh, Drawer Park on a Friday afternoon, Friday evenings, mm-hmm. when uh, the high school co- kids can come in and have a safe, uh, safe haven, safe mm-hmm. place to play checkers or basketball or whatever whatever they want mm-hmm. yeah exactly look that didn't just happen mm-hmm. we met on it he, he had that idea several months ago we worked on it you know behind the scenes and support our, our teammate there on the parish council and and um you know and worked with our director at park house conway and here it is so what why not just answer these questions is there an easy way to answer these questions to something that can be emailed to the city council members and the parish council members. Here are the answers to these questions. If if those questions were asked in good faith, yeah, sure. 
Of course. Mm-hmm. But, but if they were asked, if you're act, if you're operating in good faith, the questions have already been answered. And by the way, they have a staff that has access to all the information, most of it at least. And you know, my understanding. So, so could they go to the council clerk to Veronica Williams and look for answers there? That would be the Is that story. what you're suggesting. Yeah, if, you're not, if you're operating in good faith and genuinely want to know the answers that you already know, I mean, yeah, I would go to my own staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be my that would be my preferred approach, but. Of the 18 questions. Well, other people want to ask on, question, on microphones. I mean, I don't, whatever they want to do. The, of the 18 questions that they're, or that, you know, at least one council member is asking for answers on, were those issues discussed before things were voted on? Was that information made available in some form? You'd have to tell me a question, Byrne, to be honest with you. I mean, I know where you're going with that, but mm-hmm. yeah, all the, all the, I mean, I don't recall, mm-hmm. you know, the, the actual questions, but. All the information is available. They so ha- they, it, it had to be in consideration, right? When, when we when we presented it, and I, I can only assume that our council gives the same due diligence, which I believe most council members do. Some don't. I mean, you know. So let me ask you about uh, being able to, and we've discussed this many times before, but I'll ask it again because it's at the heart of one of the questions that has to do with out of the eighteen questions, and that is when you decide that that. Um, some some group is going to be hired um, to go out and to do work um, for projects that will pop up over time. I think the suggestion is being made yeah. in these public questions that you guys have done something wrong here by awarding a contract to a certain group, a certain entity. Right, and specifically, they're they're alluding to probably rigid. If yes, that's all correct. Candor, you know, if we lay it all out there, it's too easy to do that. You know, if you tell the truth, you don't lie. Yeah, so, but um, yeah. I mean, look, uh, my my understanding. We addressed this. The auditor, even you know, unanimously chosen by the councils, mm-hmm. uh, came to the council meeting and addressed this issue and said there was no wrongdoings. But, and so, yeah, the council did vote on having this this oh, yeah. this entity do this um, on, our, on our regular audit. Just, yes. Just, so that that this particular issue is because of an well, I think no, no, this wasn't because of the audit. This, this was addressed, and the auditor just proactively addressed it. But look here, bottom line, the process was bid, and I loved. I listen. I love this approach because this is a way that we can do things quicker, more efficiently. We can expand our capacity without growing government. And what I mean by that is, we have one of two choices if we want to do more with less. We either hire more civil service employees. You know, just lock our future generations into continual recurring financial mandates and your benefits and things like that. You know, people work for it, they, you know, they get it. Mm-hmm. Or, or we can do actually more and pay less in contractual services. We bid these things out. So instead of managing, and also on the management part, instead of managing five plus employees, 10 plus employees, public works through its, you know, chain of command manages one. They can cover more. And if, the, and if the standard's not being met, we terminate the contract. Can't do that in civil service. Are the answers to these questions available somewhere? If they... Yes. And why why even suggest that they go to an auditor? Go and ask oh, the auditor? Go two, and check? Two, two folds for, for on, on our end. Look, I find that it's important. I mean, believe it or not. Look, to me, it's a... If I want to go politics, I mean, this is an easy win. I mean, this is... I mean, I can... I can Politico this up to my benefit all, you know, every day, all day. I mean, it's because our people are smart. They see through the smoke screen. Mm-hmm. However, I do want our folks, our people that we're blessed to serve to have faith in their government. It's important to me. 
That's why we follow the rules when we present all this stuff to the council for them to vote on and available to them to answer any questions. But it's important to me that an independent auditor, I don't think there's anyone better than the person that they chose already, mm-hmm. doesn't answer, does not answer the executive branch. That Bert, answers Bert, to Burton Cole does not answer to the executive branch. It, it actually inspects the executive branch, if you think about it. And they get reports, and they can go to him. And, 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 he, and he's pretty efficient. And he's, you know, he answered the question. I think, I think he's a good partner in, in the sense that, you know, with the oversight that he, pre- he presents and his firm presents and the council presents, I think the process is, is, is a good process. And I want, I want our people to believe in it. I believe in it. All right, 732, we will continue on. You can ask a question through the app chat. So if you have the KPL app, you can either call us or you can send it via text. That's an easy way to do it. You can call us, too, at 232-1542. Got more on Acadiana's Morning News and Lafayette Live on the way. Lafayette Live is brought to you by Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing, serving the Acadiana area for 20 years. Call Southside Roofing today at 337 Roofing for all of your roofing needs. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today with widespread showers and thunderstorms possible. I think they arrive a little bit earlier today than they have over the last couple of days. Highs get to around 88 degrees. We'll see winds coming in from the southeast at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows sitting in the mid-70s. Rainfall coming up here for the next several days does look fairly unsettled through the rest of the week and large parts of the weekend as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Discover the wondrous selection and totally low prices at TotalWine.com, where you'll love what you'll find. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. It's coming up now in 737, I-10 westbound, mile marker 92. Got a crash in that area. That's I-10 westbound, mile marker 92. Uh Please be aware that that is going on. All right, a couple of things from the app chat and one from email. Okay, let's go to this one first. The question is, did the $2,500 donation to Guillory's campaign help the decision to hire Cody Fortier and Rigid Constructors? No. Contractors. No, constructors. I'm sorry. Okay, so did they go through the bid process? Yes. Okay. Look, there's procedures that are way bigger than me, and we embrace. Mm-hmm. We do welcome all lawful donations, and it's to friends of Josh Guillory, not the Guillory campaign, If in case you want to send some over. Um, but make, make sure it's lawful. Uh, there's rules posted. Uh, but no, it did not uh, contribute in the least. Matter of fact, if I felt that there was any kind of political influence, I would go out of my way to make sure we didn't do the contract, which would not be fair to the process. So I keep myself out of it. 14 of the 18 questions. Are the answers there and were they available? Are they available to the council members via the council staff at this particular point, according to officials within your administration? Yes, that's my understanding. 14 of the 18 are at the fingertips of the staff of the council. Uh, and so look, if any and council look, member were... goes to the staff of the council, they can get those questions answered. Uh, yes, correct. Okay. And that was not done prior when they all voted yes on these projects? 
Um, I don't know uh, in the context, just to be fair, in the context of the question you're asking, I don't know. But I, I, in the spirit of your question, everything was available to them to. And, At and that had, time as well. Right. And they had okay. whatever was available to us. Most of the information is available to them and what's not. And, and all it is because they have access to the system. And what's, what they're not available to, it's not a trade secret. They can just come in and we'll answer any questions they want or, or we'll do presentations. Kind of like we did a two-hour and 45-minute presentation on drainage just, I think, what, two or four weeks prior to, to the um, pre-written questions being read. Now, uh, Ryan said, according to the charter, the council has investigative authority of any employee of LCG, even the directors. And so do you mind questions? Do you mind the directors getting questions? It depends. Meaning? Well, if they're asked in good faith, then I have no problem. <laughs> if, they're asked with, if they're trying to put our directors in a position to be little political pawns, I have a big problem with that because we work very hard to make sure our directors are apolitical and just do their job. Now, the council has that investigative authority, and you, you know. Who asked that? Huh? Who asked that? Ryan. Well, Ryan, you are a very good scholar there. Uh, you've read the charter. Most people haven't, and I think that's uh, pretty impressive that someone would know that specific of a provision in the, in the charter. So kudos to you. And, okay, we go to a different topic now from Derek, who would like to know uh, when the Picard Park Cooley is going to be cleaned out between the Riverwood subdivision and the Picard Park. There apparently is a lot of overgrowth and sediment that has increased in that area since the drainage pond work. The parish still has an easement to clean despite the pond construction being halted. Yeah, that look, fair question. And it, it's front of mine. So that's over in the Homewood Ponds is what is on the uh, okay. uh, by Vermilion Flood Control Project on the eastern side. Very fair question. Just know, um, I appreciate you asking. We are on top of this. We're very much aware of this. You know, we want to respect the court. We want to respect, um, you know, Judge uh, Valerie Garrett's uh, decision to halt that project, uh, temp, you know, till the process is, is, is resolved. Through. Right. So, um, but it, we are front of mind. And, you know, if, if it's an emergency situation, we'll work with all stakeholders that we can to, to make sure that, you know, we protect life and property. But Definitely in front of mine. And, and um, I don't know if the swells around the project, that was another issue, just proactively addressing it. Um, when the, when the, that particular minor part of the project was halted you know, temporarily, um, there's still the dirt that's built up that you know, we'll make sure that when it rains, it doesn't go into people's, back, people's backyard. So, mm -hmm. uh, but there's uh, swells that can address that. The engineer and inspector on ground um uh supposed to address that i don't know if it, it in full can i don't know if it's uh been completed yet but it will be soon if not okay let me ask you we've talked an awful lot about um the issue going to federal court about the spoil banks and what was done what was not done etc have you gotten any feedback at all from anyone in the saint martin parish uh area or from saint martin parish government have they had time to look at all of this and assess it to figure out whether or not what was done in that area will also benefit them? Well, the science that we sent them, I think, two years ago would have answered that. Uh, they just had to look into it. And uh, But, you know, hey, look, everybody's busy. And, uh, you know, you place your priorities where you place your priorities. Um, but, you know, we have, we're in the business of helping people. And, you know, we can't just sit around. We have science. We have the many, many assistant city parish attorneys uh, that, that research this and um, council that, 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 you know, is specialized in these areas to make sure that they guide our our, our uh, public works department, our contractors, and all everybody that operates on projects in the right way, and uh, you know we can't apologize for helping uh, folks, especially if we can help people outside our parish too. 
And finally, on the drainage issue, but people can still feel free to uh, call into us also to ask their questions via text message. I want to go back to the 18 questions because a lot has been made of this again in the media. Um, so to to make sure that I understand and we clarify the 18 questions, um, why not just I, I know that we agree that 14 out of the 18 questions can already be answered if a council person just simply goes to the council clerk's office and the information is there. Um, why not answer the other questions uh, that they have? No, and, and we can, but we feel like they either have been answered or, again, it's either asked, you know, at your you fingertips. straight up think but, it's politically motivated? Yeah, of course. None, none of this is in good faith. It's all in bad faith. So to... My focus is on the folks. My focus on the again politically. This is, I mean, this is like, this is easy like a softball. You know, they don't even know it. But, but, I can't focus on that. I got to focus collectively on the people that I represent. And I believe in the process. I want our people to believe in the process. We, have, like I said, you tell the truth, you never have to lie. I want the independent auditor that the council chose. I and that I can't independent get any, auditor they chose, I, that person, that go. person I mean, just look, look, can come open, in and look. Open the hood and let's go. Have I they mean, said they're going to do that and have and look yeah. look into that? You recommended it. Right. Some people said, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Um, no, I mean, I, look, I, I think, look, I'm a, I'm a taxpayer, too. I want there to be I want there to be transparency. And we do it. We've been over backwards to be transparent. So, I mean, look, look at it. Hey, and, I, and I'll tell you, I welcome the feedback because if somebody did something that was illegal or unethical. I want to know because they'll be term. They they will be disciplined. Fired. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So it, it this is not <laughs> it's not a bad thing. But what I'm not going to do is pull our directors away from helping people to answer some political questions, to take their time and even entertain this political circus. Our people deserve better, and it's that simple. It's coming up now on 745. When we return, we've got a guest in studio that we're going to be able to My have man. a chance to, to talk to. Uh, our Dusan Mayor, Mr. Johnny Thibodeau, in studio. And so we're going to talk with him coming up in just a bit. Katiana's Morning News and Lafayette Live on Thursday. Lafayette Live is brought to you by Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing. Serving the Acadiana area for 20 years. Call Southside Roofing today at 337 Roofing for all of your roofing needs. Lafayette Live is brought to you by Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing. Serving the Acadiana area for 20 years. Call Southside Roofing today at 337 Roofing for all of your roofing needs. It is coming up now in 748 on Acadiana's Morning News. We continue with Lafayette Live. Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory joining us. But we also have another guest in studio, the Doosan Mayor, Johnny Thibodeau, who is in fact alive. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. What a pleasure and an honor to be with all of y'all here. Today. Well, it's a pleasure for us to be able to meet you officially and have you in the studio, sir. Thank you. Well, thank Appreciate you it. Talk to me, you're a veteran, and um, somebody mentioned something a little bit earlier, and we said, no kidding. So there was actually a time that 
your family received that knock on the door. Tell me about that. I, I, we were just flabbergasted. Talk to us a little bit about well, that, your service. And I mean, all of a sudden somebody knocks on the door and they're saying he's no more. What 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 happened? They uh, they were called and uh, they were told that I had been killed in action. And uh, I was unaware of it at the time. And it would spread all over town that I had been killed. Uh, that was in 1970. I've been wow. to Vietnam twice. In my, it, uh, this was reported in my first tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they had to come back and uh, tell my parents, you know, they were grieving that uh, they had made a mistake. It was the wrong, uh, wrong individual. Yes, ma'am. I can't even imagine what that must have been like for your parents. <laughs> and what kind of conversation do you have with them? They must have been completely overjoyed. I mean, did, were you able allowed to contact them and call them? How did that kind of play out? I wasn't sir? aware of it until I, I until, came back from my thirty day leave, and then I went back after thirty days. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you just don't think that kind of stuff will ever happen. But my goodness, well, I, I thank you for your service. Number one. Um, and obviously that is, uh, that is a story that is beyond interesting. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, so talk to us a little bit about, um, what's going on in Doosan and, and what do you see as the future for Doosan? Well, the, uh, uh, mayor president has a uh, helmet in his office and, uh, with number 15 on it. And it says the, uh, the speed of the leader is the speed of the pack. And, uh, Everything is going real good in Doosan. We've, we've been able to make great strides in Doosan over the last few years. I'm in my third term, and uh, we're, everything is going rosy, even though with the uh, COVID situations, yeah. uh, all the, uh, the the sales taxes in, in Lafayette Parish has been real good last year. We had a record year. Our uh, auditors told us then that we, we're going to confirm that next week. But we had a record year as far as sales taxes is concerned in Doosan. Doosan is actually booming. Not the uh, at the speed of the others, but it is really doing very well. We have a, a subdivision project right there, uh, right behind the town hall. 182 homes are being built. We have another one that's going to start at the uh, first of the year, another 50 homes. So we're working on phase three and four of another project. So within the next few years, we could have uh, 500 brand new homes within the corporate limits of the town. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah, things are moving along <laughs> at a good clip. Yes, um, ma'am. So does that make you feel a little bit no- more nervous um, or embracing of it? And I don't know. That makes me wonder, too. Hmm. Might you need some more officers? Some <laughs> PD? Well, you're speaking <laughs> of officers. We've, we've got a well-staffed starting with at town hall with our town clerks, Ms. Karen Laviolette and the others. Uh, Dazar Davis, who handles the police work, and, and Christine and uh, Takesha Gidry. And then we have the uh, number one, as far as I'm concerned, police chief <laughs> in in Lafayette Parish and probably in the state of Louisiana with Kip Judis, who has brought some professionalism to the town of Doucin. And uh, we got an excellent staff. Our town manager, uh, Kim Alamo, is doing an awesome job. He's been there over 30 years. And uh, our town council, as well as our fire chief, uh, Kobe Duyon, is doing a great job with the fire department. We have, uh, with the help of uh, Consolidated Government, we have two firemen on staff at, at the uh, town Doucin. So Doucin is moving in the right direction uh, financially and uh, physically as well. So we're doing quite well. I'm glad that you're able to to see all this growth, but it sounds like you you guys are still able to keep that small town feel. Uh, we we have <laughs> we have, and uh, we just keep it uh, 
local. Uh, as a matter of fact, when uh, Josh invited me, I had uh, the intention of speaking French because uh, we had a meeting uh, some time back, and I got up there and I spoke French. And my parents are no longer alive, and they couldn't speak English, so I'm losing that uh, French dialect. So I, that's, I have to listen to Cabon every once in a while. Well, too, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to keep that French dialect. But c'est tout bon de donner la du um, so what do you think it is about the people of Dusan? Because there's actually a couple of people in the building here that live in Dusan. Yes. And they don't. It, it's funny because it's been, I don't know, in the guess about the last eight or ten years, uh, those two different folks have moved to Dusan. And how, I don't want to call it life changing, but it's like they, they tell us all the time. It's that small town feel, but they also feel like they're not missing anything from any of the outside, you know, areas. We uh we have done our best to uh to bring uh you know the uh, better uh, living conditions within the corporate limits of the town of Dusan. Uh, we have demolished like sixty four homes and trailers in town, getting rid of all the blighted properties, and uh, everything is good. We are we are developing on the north side of the interstate exit ninety two. We brought in Loves and Tobacco uh, across from Tobacco Plus. We have the Loves and then we have Cajun Claws, mm -hmm. uh, which is a terrific uh, restaurant that Chain Spolino came and opened up. And uh, we are doing very well to us, the uh, or to me at least. The gold mine is the interstate. We need to use the uh, interstate to our advantage, sort of like uh, Mayor Brasser did in. Uh, and all the other mayors along mm -hmm. uh, I-49. And he has used it to his advantage, which has been a great benefit. And uh, we have just been extremely blessed. God has really blessed us in Dusan uh, in the last few years. So uh, uh, financially, we're doing well. We can probably operate six months without receiving one dime of uh, whatever. And uh, years ago, Teresa Mouton, or Therese Mouton, wrote a book, The Town That Cannot Grow. And uh, if she was alive today, I'd go tell her that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it can grow. It just cannot grow in the way that she thought it would grow. In that in that kind of way. Yeah, definitely yes, so. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming and sharing a little bit of your own personal story and the, the story of Dusan. Appreciate it. And happy growth to you guys. <laughs> One day I wish I could learn some French. I know a little bit, but not like a not like everybody else. Well, it's uh, it's a it's a pleasure serving with our mayor, mayor president. He has elevated us, and uh, we're, we got a great uh, uh, conglomerate of mayors, and uh, we're, it's truly been a blessing uh, to serve the people of Dusan and to be a part of Lafayette Parish. Uh, I wouldn't live, want to live anywhere else. I, I love Lafayette Parish, and I love our communities. And the other mayors, let me tell you something, they're doing a great job. Youngsville, Broussard, Ray Bork, and Ken Ritter. And Jan is booming right there in Scott. And uh, with Glenn Brasso, we're going to be uh, losing an, a tremendous and a real nice mayor with uh, Mayor uh, Glenn Brasso and I'm going to uh, be sorry to see him go, but uh, Josh has done a phenomenal job in bringing unity to all the mayors here. To everybody. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, because we've got to, got to keep that together. Sir, thank you so much. Mr. Guillory, thank you. Thank you. And we I also want to say thank you, Mayor Johnny. I appreciate you. I love you. I know we're running out of time, but look, we have a great team. We, we work do. well together. We do. And we learn best practices. So thank you, guys. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Y'all too. When choosing a roofing company, you can trust Southside Roofing. They'll provide quality craftsmanship and exceptional customer service. Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing, that's 337 Roofing, has shingles in stock. They can help you with financing. 
to get your project started right away. Also, they do home improvements as well. Whether it's a minor repair or a major remodel, Southside Roofing, they can get it done. They have specialists that offer the same quality of craftsmanship and exceptional customer service that you've come to expect on each and every project. Southside Roofing is a local company, and they have a lot in common with you. They know what's important, and they get the job done. Call Southside Roofing today at 337-ROOFING. That's 337-ROOFING, 337-766-3464. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. It's the end of the month, quarter, and first half. Normally a volatile day as investors adjust portfolios. A survey of investors from Deutsche Bank finds about 90% expecting the U.S. to enter a recession before the end of next year. Shares of RH are losing ground. The company, formerly Restoration Hardware, is expecting a slump this year, saying higher interest rates will cut into demand for home furnishings. Payroll processing company ADP says it will take a break from its monthly private sector employment report. ADP is updating the way it compiles the report and it'll return at the end of August. Air New Zealand plans to start renting out sleep pods on extra long flights. You'll be able to book the pod for four hours to take a mid-flight nap. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosella. Invested in you. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit is a tribute to all who lost their lives on September 11, 2001. Or from 9-11-related illnesses, this high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer transforms into an 1,100-square-foot exhibit, a tool to educate people about 9-11. Visit it in a city near you and join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. I told you so. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Biden at the NATO summit moments ago says he had warned Russia's leader, Vladimir Putin, about what would happen if he invaded Ukraine. NATO would not only get stronger, but would get more united. And we would see, would see democracies in the world stand up and oppose his aggression and defend the rules-based order. And that's exactly what we're seeing today. In an hour, the Supreme Court will issue its final two rulings this term. One will determine the EPA's authority regulating power plant emissions. The other will decide if the Biden administration can undo the Trump era remain in Mexico policy for asylum-seeking migrants. After the rulings, Justice Stephen Breyer will retire. Katanji Brown-Jackson will be sworn in as the first black woman justice. She said at her confirmation hearing in March... I know that I could never fill his shoes, but if confirmed, I would hope to carry on his spirit. The House committee probing last year's Capitol riot has subpoenaed someone else, ex-White House counsel Pat Cipollone. Former President Trump calls the probe a hoax, denying allegations and hearings about his conduct that day. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy tells Fox Democrats are just being political. Remember who they hired to put this on? 
an ABC producer. They're obsessed with Trump and this is all they want to do. But a lot of Americans think the former president should be held accountable for January 6th. According to a new Associated Press Nork Center poll, which finds 58% say Trump bears a great deal or quite a bit of responsibility for what happened at the Capitol. 48% surveyed say he could be held culpable. 31% say he should not be charged. Talks is Lillian Wu. Police in New York City keep searching for the gunman who shot a woman pushing her baby in a stroller last night on Manhattan's Upper East Side. Mayor Eric Adams says... We're going to find this person that's guilty of this horrific crime. The three-month-old child was not injured. America's listening to Fox News. The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. If you're a plumber, roofer, electrician, or remodeler, your business earns back when you spend, gets exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help drive your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231.22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash pro loyalty terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. We mentioned the manhunt for a killer in New York City. There's also one in Bibb County, Alabama, the morning after two deputies were shot, one critically after chasing a stolen vehicle. There were nearly 200,000 new COVID cases reported yesterday in the U.S., the most in a day in three weeks, according to the Johns Hopkins tracker. And for those of you who have already gotten COVID and recovered and may have gotten it again... You could keep getting it. Scientists say repeat COVID infections are becoming more commonplace, with some victims suffering from the disease three or even four times. And a new study using data from the Department of Veterans Affairs says reinfection. Scientists say repeat COVID infections are becoming more commonplace, with some victims suffering from the disease three or even four times. And a new study using data from the Department of Veterans Affairs says reinfection increases the risk for health problems like lung issues, heart disorders, and diabetes. That study is not yet peer-reviewed. Also, British researchers say the virus has evolved to be more contagious. The risk of reinfection has been about seven times higher with the more recent Omicron variants than with the Delta variant we saw earlier in the pandemic. Sean Langell, Fox News. A golf tournament teased off today near Portland, Oregon from the Live Golf League. As the case was at Live Golf's first event outside London, a group of survivors of the 9-11 attacks and family members who lost loved ones will be nearby at a park in protest of the new golf tour that has lured a number of the world's top-ranked players by offering purse money that the PGA Tour recently said it could not compete with. Money from the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund. Of the 19 hijackers on 9-11, 15 were Saudi. 15 years old when his father was killed in the World Trade Center, Brett Eagleson said, we want the golfers to know who they're getting in bed with, who they're doing business with. Now 36, Eagleson said, any golfer that chooses to go play for the live tournament should have to listen to the family members and look us in the eye and explain why they're taking the Saudi money. That's Jared Max. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 
75 degrees under cloudy, rainy conditions. Your complete forecast is coming up. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como, taking a look at some of our top stories. It will take months before the Supreme Court makes a final determination on the legality of Louisiana's congressional map. David Grubb has more. ULM political science professor Joshua Stockley says the nation's highest court will hear oral arguments in the fall regarding Alabama's congressional district map. They'll be hearing arguments on that in October. So we'll get a definitive ruling next summer. That means the 2022 congressional election in November will use the map recently approved by the legislature. Stockley says if the Supreme Court rules after the election the map is unconstitutional, new districts would be drawn up for the 2024 federal elections. We would just have to hold new elections with new maps. I'm David Grubb. In abortion-related news, uh, Attorney General Jeff Landry sent a letter to the Louisiana State Medical Society warning doctors abortion is a crime, and it has been since last Friday when the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that states have the authority to outlaw them. Landry says a judge's order blocking the state from enforcing an abortion ban has limited reach. Now, for more on that, we go now to Brooke Thorrington, who speaks with the director of the Hope Medical Center for Women in Shreveport, to talk about Louisiana's abortion trigger laws. Kathleen Pittman says since the restraining order, they've been fully booked with appointments and they're not making any past July 8th until a hearing on the order is scheduled. She says she's receiving calls from all kinds of people. I do not believe in abortion, but I want to help. I mean, it's galvanized some people. I don't know if long term how that will play out in the polls, but we shall see. And some other calls are more difficult. The mom sobbing because we can't see her daughter within the next couple of weeks. I'm Brooke Thorrington. We go to Vermillion Parish as Tony Hardy, a former Abbeville police chief and newly elected city councilman, is under fire this morning after body cam footage has been released of him using a homophobic slur during an altercation at a local bar. Many in the community are questioning if he's right for the job. Hardy is supposed to be sworn in as councilman today. In Vermillion Parish, uh, Sheriff's Department says they're investigating a drive-by shooting that happened yesterday afternoon near a nursing home. No injuries are reported, and VPSO is actively investigating. If you have any information, contact the Sheriff's Office. Well, despite increased costs for, well, everything, Independence Day holiday travel is predicted to be huge. More from Kevin Gallagher. Louisiana AAA's Don Redmond says well over 4 million people in the Gulf South plan to travel this weekend because after the pandemic, they are so ready. Just the pent-up demand that uh, Americans have to get out and travel this summer. He says travel estimates for July 4th haven't been this high since 2019, and nationally, they are at a 20-year high despite the cost of fuel. Redmond says most will drive, and airfare bookings are extremely low. We haven't seen this low number since 2011. Redmond says airfares are up 14%, hotels over 20%, and dining up too, but Louisianans want a vacation. Nevertheless, I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, AAA says uh, it will be the second busiest July 4th travel weekend since the year 2000. Lafayette Consolidated Government reminds pet owners to make sure their pets have a place to avoid the noise. Many pets go missing after being frightened by, by fireworks. Here's a tip. Turn on your radio. That should disguise any frightening sounds. And please make sure your pet is wearing an ID tag with up-to-date information. Well, once known as the most prolific offensive team in the NFL, the Saints have been owners of one of the most dangerous defenses the past few seasons, even in the face of some incredible adversity. Defensive end Cam Jordan says overcoming that adversity has given the unit tremendous confidence heading into this season. We were still able to win at such a high clip that our confidence was boosted through that roof and realized that, you know, defense can not only sustain games or win games because of us, as well as we can win with 
a multitude of quarterbacks. I mean, that confidence is unreal. And speaking of football, tickets for one of college football's most storied rivalries go on sale today. Fans of Grambling State and Southern University may purchase tickets for the Bayou Classic. This year's version of the Classic, the 49th Annual, will take place November 26th. You can also purchase tickets for the Battle of the Bands to be held on November 25th. This weekend, the good old boys of NASCAR will do something they don't normally do on Sunday. They'll turn right. That's because the NASCAR Cup Series will be at Road America, which is a road course. The NASCAR teams usually just turn left on the series of many oval-shaped tracks. And the PGA Tour in Illinois is this weekend at the TPC Deer Run Course in the Quad Cities. Tournament play begins this morning as players vie for a purse of over $7.1 million. CBS and the Golf Channel have the coverage. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today with widespread showers and thunderstorms possible. I think they arrive a little bit earlier today than they have over the last couple of days. Highs get to around 88 degrees. We'll see winds coming in from the southeast at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows sitting in the mid-70s. Rainfall coming up here for the next several days does look fairly unsettled through the rest of the week and large parts of the weekend as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And 75 degrees. Expect those showers if you haven't seen them already. It's coming, it's coming. All right, now, are you the person that suffers with arthritis? Or maybe it's not arthritis, but you're like, God, my hip really hurts. I've got a bad disc. Or Look, there is a place that can help you. The technology has now come to Lafayette, QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is all about making sure that they take what's already in your body and they help your body take care of itself. It's pretty doggone incredible. It's a regenerative therapy, meaning that they just use what's already in your body to help you feel better so that everything will just regenerate on its own. That's pretty doggone incredible, if you ask me. Find out more about QC Kinetics today. When you call them, you will get a free in-office consultation. They'll sit down with you. They'll talk about all of it and explain to you about every single thing that happens with the treatment. No steroids, no pain meds, nothing like that. This is a totally different thing. Find out more about QC Kinetics today. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Right now, we have a stalled vehicle, the Evangeline Thruway at Surrey Street. That's Evangeline at Surrey. Also, we have a crash with injuries in Broussard. This is Ambassador Caffrey at the Youngsville Highway. Again, a crash with injuries, Ambassador Caffrey at the Youngsville Highway. Also, we have another crash. This one is Evangeline Thruway at Sampson Avenue. And finally, a crash, Johnson Street at Friar Lane. Please be safe out there. It's hurricane season. Flood insurance can help you avoid paying out of pocket for costly damage. It's time to trust your instincts. Get flood insurance and protect the life you build. Visit floodsmart.gov. Sponsored by FEMA. Good morning, Acadiana. 8.14 in the morning. We made it to Thursday, Acadiana. Yes. We are happy for everyone. Yes, because for a variety of different reasons, one of which is a lot of people will end up getting the day off on Monday. Yay! <laughs> to the three-day weekend. Yes. Woo-woo! 
surprised. Us. Uh, yes, I know. I it's going to be very exciting. But the fun mm-hmm. thing is, I'm going to be listening because yeah. I can't wait to hear the programming yeah. that we're going to have. We've got some great special programming uh, from Fox News that's going to cover everything from the 4th of July to, um, you know, current events and what's happening. And then also we're going to have some great programming coming from American Ground Radio, the guys there. Uh, so they're going to talk about what makes America great as what has become an annual tradition for them here on KPL uh, with uh, July 4th. Uh, you know, so that's uh, looking forward to all of it. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a very, very exciting time. And it's going to be great programming. So mm-hmm. it's going to be terrific. OK, speaking of terrific, <laughs> I have a friend named Mario Vice, one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. And he's got an awesome company. So if you're like me and Mario, look, when we <laughs> this is like no joke. I hate bugs. Ugh. I don't care whether it's a cockroach or there's just some little tiny bug that's around my house or that creeps into my house. Nobody wants to have to deal with that. No, nobody does. And I'm sure you don't want to deal with it either. There's this guy, Mario. He owns the company Ragin' Pest Elimination. And that is what is all about. Get rid of the stuff we don't want to have to deal with. Okay, so 234-3095. When you call Ragin' Pest Elimination, you will get a free termite and pest inspection. The number 234-3095. So, you know, warm temperatures, damp conditions. Guess what? The little critters out there, they want to come inside of your house, including things like mice and even like bigger wildlife, raccoons. I mean, you may see possums. You may you will be amazed at what wants to come into your house. And, well, really set up a home. And nobody wants that. So what you want to do is go to RageandPest.com. That's RageandPest.com. You can find out about all the great stuff that Mario does. They will help, especially, God forbid, if you have a pest infestation. They can help you get rid of that. And look, as the temperatures continue to rise, those creatures are going to be wanting to get into your home. They're looking for all kinds of stuff, right? You don't want to have to deal with any of that especially termites. Termites are a huge problem in Louisiana. It's not like they sleep. They build up their colonies 24 hours a day. Did you know they were that industrious? Well, if you've had a problem, you know. If you call Mario, you won't have a problem anymore. He'll check out the crawl spaces and make sure that your pests are eliminated. RagingPest.com. That's RagingPest.com. Dot com. Call Mario today, 234-3095. It is coming up now on 818. Beth joining us from St. Landry Parish Crime Stoppers. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning. Thank How are you? you? inviting me back. I am doing very well. How are y'all today? We are doing so well this morning. It is always good to see you because we know that whenever you come by or whenever Eddie comes by, You know, you guys talk to us about what's happening in our communities, and that really puts the power in our hands because we can call with with information if we know something. Absolutely. Everyone out there, you know something. That's right. You could be driving down the road and see something, not even realize what you're seeing, you know, and then when you hear something about it, go, oh, yeah, I saw something something about that that. while I was going, you know, on my way to Lafayette or something. Mm -hmm. And so if you know something, we want you to say something to us because mm-hmm. that information could help solve a crime. And if your information leads to an arrest, we will pay you up to $2,500 cash reward. Mm-hmm. And when you guys 
say anonymous, that is so much better than confidential even. Oh, yeah. Confidential is you're telling me a secret and I'm not going to say anything. That's confidential. That is not what Crime Stoppers is about. Crime Stoppers doesn't want to know anything about you. We could care less about your name, address, phone number, and really, we don't even want to know how old you are. Mm -hmm. All we want to know is the information you have about a crime. Mm -hmm. And that information is so powerful because put in the hands of detectives, it can send them in a direction of what they need to know or a path maybe they had no indication of at all before. I mean, it could be brand new information. It could also kind of supplement information they already have. So this week, what uh, what would you like to discuss with us? This week, we have a shooting that happened in the Opelousas area. Mm-hmm. On June 25th, there was a drive-by shooting. It happened at approximately mm, four, in between 3 and 5.30 in the morning. Okay. Um, this person shot at a house and... Oh. They hit the house more than 18 times. Whoa. And there, outside, there were 20 shell casings that were found. Two children and five, I'm sorry, two adults and five children were sleeping inside of the house. No injury. Thankfully, huh? Thankfully. You know, they, they're very fortunate. Yes, absolutely. Um, there was a dark, four, a dark uh, colored four-door Honda that was seen on the scene. Okay. And, you know, we're looking for the person with that Honda and, you know, who may have been the shooter. Mm-hmm. And then two days, two days later, on June 27th, there was another shooting at the same 200 block of Andy Road in Opelousas. Wow. Two days later, one adult, two children were sleeping inside the house again. No injuries. Thank God. But the house was definitely hit. Yeah. And this time they observed a person in a white four-door vehicle that was in the vicinity at the time of the shooting. And investigators have reason to believe that these two shootings that happened on Andy Road are related to other shootings that have been happening inside the city limits of Opelousas. Wow. So we've got to be able to get uh, the person or persons who might be perpetrating these crimes, got to get them behind bars. Absolutely. You know, Mm -hmm. this is something, they're shooting houses multiple times. Mm -hmm. This isn't just a random shooting or anything like that. Uh, This is very deliberate. You know, Mm -hmm. this is aimed towards that residence and... You really want to get this person off the streets because they're not a, they're not scared to do it, you know? Yeah, uh, what a great point, you know? All right, so how do we do this? How do we give our information? What should we do? Well, we have multiple ways that you can do it. You can dial 948 TIPS. Um, St. Landry Parish is a big city mm-hmm. or a big parish, you know, but everybody knows everybody <laughs> and recognize voices so we're very fortunate. We have a call center in Texas. So if you call 948-TIPS, that call goes all the way to Texas and they can't recognize you voice. They know nothing about you. All all they're going to do is take the information and send it to us over a computer. Mm-hmm. You can go to stlandrycrimestoppers.com. You can also dial star star tips on your mobile phone. Mm-hmm. And that, again, will be able to enable you to put in your tip through your mobile device. And, you know, the thing is, is, you know, that money can come in quite handy 
at the end of June, because right around the corner, school's going to be starting and there are going to be a lot of things that kids might need. And, you know, that one piece of evidence is what we might need to just be able to get an arrest in this case. Absolutely. And twenty five hundred dollars. Hey, there's a few groceries in a tank of gas. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking with Beth from St. Landry Crime Stoppers. As always, we appreciate your time, Miss Beth. Thank you. I'm going to miss coming here and seeing you guys. Eddie Thibodeau should be in town next ah, week. Ah, yes. So we right. shall see him in that chair instead. Absolutely. We don't know where he's at at the moment, but you can be assured that air conditioning is somewhere close by. Yes. <laughs> Good man. Yes. <laughs> it's coming up now on 823 on Acadiana's Morning News. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon. Next on News Talk 96.5. Cape. <laughs> It's coming up now at 826 on Acadiana's Morning News. It is time for Cartridge World Trivia. Oh, yeah. Woo, Let's do woo, it. Woo. All right, Cartridge World. All right. They are a beautiful place because they have really great prices for ink and toner. They're in the Ambassador Row Shopping Center right on Ambassador Caffrey, and you can't miss them. Check out Cartridge World today. Okay, okay. so these are going to be some 90s questions because ah, I just like to have fun. Yes. And I thought it would just be, ooh, let me see what I can do with this. Okay, okay. do you remember this song? I'm going to bust out laughing only because mm -hmm. I remember the first time I heard this song, I was so annoyed by it <laughs> and for several weeks. And then for some reason, it just started making me laugh. Okay. And I don't know why. But it did. So All I'm right. like, okay, this now is Now I'm funny. really curious. Okay. So I'm a Barbie girl. Oh, God. In a Barbie way. Yes. I remember that song. Okay. Although I've so, never heard that version of it. But yeah, okay. I know. That, that was more like um, sort of the devil yeah. song. It was slightly improved from the original <laughs> version. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And you know, they ended up getting, um, they got sued for that. I didn't know that. Yeah, the okay. group got sued for it. Okay, can you guess the name of the group that performed Barbie Girl? Oh no! In 1997, that's why I'm gonna give you a multiple choice. Okay, I thought right. that'd be fun. Okay. Okay, is it A. Abba, B. <laughs> no. Aqua, C. Vanilla Ice, <laughs> D. Bjork. Aqua. It is Aqua. There Good job, go. Brandon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank okay. You. That was excellent. Good yes. job. Because I was like, oh, I would not have. That was one of those that when you said the know. name, at, I, as soon as you said Aqua, I was like, okay, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Good job. Because okay. I would not even known. No. I would have had to take a guess. <laughs> and I probably would have been like, uh, Bjork? I don't know. Uh, I'm not really sure who this is. Okay. So let's see about some other questions. All right. Okay. Okay. La, 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 la. Okay. Ooh, that one's too hard. No, I'm not asking that one. Okay. Okay, let me go back. I, I, I've i switched my mind. Because <laughs> it was about like a Windows thing or whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. That, okay. That's insane. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, oh, <laughs> this is funny. All right. You remember the song Macarena? Oh, yeah. And everybody had to do the Macarena? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you have any idea what the name of the band was oh, that had that song? I I can't even. Uh, I barely remember the song. I mean, I remember the song. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not the not the way that the dance moves were or anything. 
Yeah. Um, no, I, don't, I do not remember the name of the group. Los Del Rio. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. In the 90s. Now okay. This is politics. All right. Who was Russia's <laughs> first elected president? Oh, man. First elected president. I know. I really had to think about this one, too. I was like, oh. oh. Dang it. If you'd have asked me this 20 years ago, I would have I know, known. right? Me, too. Um, That's why some of these are really hard. Oh, man. I can't remember any Russia's of this stuff. Russia's first elected president. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. It's hard. When it's you like say so the hard. name, I'm going to I know. be so mad at myself for not getting this one. I know, but it, it's fun because, like, we sit back and we think about now, it. We're like, oh. Now, Putin doesn't go back that far, right? No, I don't know. Oh, Okay, so oh, was it? It doesn't. It's not Putin. Was, was it? So. Was it Yelp? Um, we'll start with a Y. Yeltsin. Yes. Sweet. Boris Yeltsin. Thank you. Okay. Very good. Nice job. Okay. Okay. Now, whew, I had to go back to eighth grade. Wow, eighth grade history on that one. Okay. <laughs> okay, in the nineties. Uh huh. Now, this was an animated feature film. Okay. It ended up being the first animated feature film to be nominated for a best picture oscar toy story good good thought okay. it was actually beauty and the beast oh wow no, i wouldn't have guessed that one. i know wow. and it that okay. was pretty good animation yeah. on that one yeah, yeah. okay next. they used to have the great animated films in the, right? in the 90s i mean aladdin, aladdin lion was king great. Yeah. yeah oh lion king was so yeah. much yeah oh lord Okay, one more question. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. What was the first rap song to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100? And this is kind of hard because I immediately thought of some other groups. You thought of Ice Ice Baby? That's it. How it is? You knew it? Uh, well, it came nice out in the job. early 90s, so figured, yeah. Good job, Brandon. Wait, you need to give yourself some bells for that. You did very well at Cartridge uh, Trivia today you, from Bernie. the lovely Cartridge World. Good job, my thank man. You, thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, indeed. All right, it's coming up now at 831. Brandon shall have the news on the way. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the ad comes. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 77 degrees under rainy, overcast conditions. Your complete forecast is coming up. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. Our top story, since a temporary restraining order was placed on Louisiana's abortion trigger laws Monday, abortions can continue in the state. Brooke Thorrington has more from the director of the Hope Medical Center for Women in Shreveport about this uh, very interesting, uh, controversial topic. 
Kathleen Pittman says since the restraining order, they've been fully booked with appointments and they're not making any past July 8th until a hearing on the order is scheduled. She says she's receiving calls from all kinds of people. I do not believe in abortion, but I want to help. I mean, it's galvanized some people. I don't know if long term how that will play out in the polls, but we shall see. And some other calls are more difficult. The mom sobbing because we can't see her daughter within the next couple of weeks. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Well, Attorney General Jeff Landry sent a letter to the Louisiana State Medical Society warning doctors that abortion is a crime, and it has been since last Friday when the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that states have the authority to outlaw abortions. Landry says a judge's order blocking the state from enforcing an abortion ban has limited reach. Louisiana will be using the district map created and approved by the legislature this past session for this fall's election following a ruling earlier this week by the Supreme Court. However, those district lines could still be changed by the courts after the elections take place. Here's more. ULM political science professor Joshua Stockley says the nation's highest court will hear oral arguments in the fall regarding Alabama's congressional district map. They'll be hearing arguments on that in October. So we'll get a definitive ruling next summer. That means the 2022 congressional election in November will use the map recently approved by the legislature. Stockley says if the Supreme Court rules after the election, the map is unconstitutional. New districts would be drawn up for the 2024 federal elections. We would just have to hold new elections with new map. I'm David Grubb. Congratulations to the 17 new Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents who are the most recent graduates of the LDWF Law Enforcement Academy. Now, a spokesperson, Adam Ike, says potential agents undergo a rigorous selection process uh, before they attend the academy. Once they are finally selected for the next academy, they then begin training here in Baton Rouge. But it's pretty much dedication for six months all the way through the completion of the training. Ike says an ideal profession for individuals who enjoy hunting uh, fishing, boating, or hiking. He says it's the perfect job for people who love the outdoors. Uh, and wants to call the outdoors their office. Become a wildlife enforcement agent for the state of Louisiana is a great career. Uh, they spend most of their time uh, patrolling the woods and waterways of the state. The primary focus for a wildlife agent is ecosystem and conservation enforcement, along with recreational boat safety. Uh, and Ike says another task agents perform is search and rescue. Not only for different boating incidents that may happen, uh, also lost hunters, and then also your big storms with hurricanes and big floods. And a single ticket matched all the numbers necessary to claim the Powerball jackpot of $366.7 million in last night's drawing. Game officials say the big money winner was sold in Vermont. Saturday's Powerball jackpot now reverts back to the starting amount of $20 million. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today with widespread showers and thunderstorms possible. I think they arrive a little bit earlier today than they have over the last couple of days. Highs get to around 88 degrees. We'll see winds coming in from the southeast at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows sitting in the mid-70s. Rainfall coming up here for the next several days does look fairly unsettled through the rest of the week and large parts of the weekend as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. At Family Dollar, we know you want more for your summer. Find everything from grilling supplies and beach toys to deals on your favorite soft drinks. Family Dollar, helping you do more. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, so we have a few crashes to report to you, one of them being Willow at Ambassador Caffrey. That one just popping up on our board. 
Also, we have another crash with injuries, Youngsville Highway at Ambassador Caffrey. And we have a crash at the Evangeline Thruway at Samson Avenue. The Cape Hill Topic Train is running right on time. Speeding through the headlines to start your day. Brought to you by Broussard Pochet LLP, certified public accountant. Well, welcome into your Thursday, especially if you are just joining us, or maybe you're now at the office and you're trying to quietly listen on the app. <laughs> Wait, I'll try to whisper. <laughs> All right, uh, headlines you can definitely check out on the KPL app. If you don't have the app, go to the App Store free. You'll be able to find it all out. All right, so today, uh, there is going to be an Abbeville councilman. He was uh, newly elected. He'll be sworn in today, taking the oath of office. But apparently, there's an incident that has surfaced where he used a homophobic slur. You can see the actual video and check out all the details of the story concerning Tony Hardy. So it is all there at the KPL website. Um, you can check out exactly what the details were. Apparently, there was some sort of verbal altercation between Mr. Hardy and some other person. Then that sort of settled itself. And then Hardy had another verbal confrontation and then a physical confrontation with a second person. So more details at the KPL app. Dramatic photos and videos show how the sky was lit up. And this is natural gas. And boy, it's... um. In Arnaville? Yes, over in Arnaville, and it's wild. <laughs> Definitely uh, some wild pictures there uh, of, you know, just all of that happening. Unbelievable, truly unbelievable. So if you want to see what's going on with that, you'll be able to see the pictures and the video there as well. All right, and finally this morning. Okay. <sighs> Blind dates. Oh, Lord, here we go. Blind dates. I mean... You ever been on one? No. <laughs> Me neither. No. <laughs> Me neither. No. Um, I think I would fail miserably. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, don't talk to me, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Blind dates, military coups, and stealing beer. Mm, okay. These, all, these things all have something in common in the sense that you really need to have an exit strategy, okay? <laughs> yes. If you're going to steal some beer, uh-huh. you probably should know who's driving your getaway car and how fast can you get to it. If it's a military coup, yeah, you want to get in and get out. Okay. Uh, blind date, you better have a secret code. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. Um, okay. Let's go to Seattle. Uh, a fellow there had come up with a great idea to celebrate the July 4th holiday. He said, oh, I'm going to steal a bunch of beer. So he goes into a supermarket in Seattle. He loads up 11 cases of beer. Okay. And walks right out of the store. Okay. Walks right past a security guard. He doesn't say a thing. But a cashier paying attention. Noticed he didn't pay for his beer. Mm -hmm. The cashier called police. And that's where the exit strategy or the lack thereof comes into play. Yeah. Yes. He was apprehended across the street from the grocery store as he was attempting to get into a vehicle along with his 11 cases of the pilfered Pilsner on a city bus. Oh, my gosh. 
<sighs> and I guess that's why the FBI would call that a clue. There's so much wrong with that. <laughs> 11 cases, that's a little too ambitious there. And a city bus. I mean, you know, really? Yeah. I mean, what is wrong with people? I'm all for wanting to say, oh, let's have some fun, but I'm not going to go steal something. And certainly not going to try to haul 11 cases on a city bus. Dude, no. <sighs> I'll tell you. All right, here is something interesting. So if you want to call, you can. There's a poll out um, that they did. And if you want to comment, you know, oh, this is what I would have said. Mm -hmm. You can call us. 232-1542-232-1542. A new poll shows about half of Americans say former President Donald Trump should be charged with a crime for his role in what happened mm -hmm. on January 6th. That makes sense. About half of this country is, you know, one side one or way. the other. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. The Associated Press, Newark Center for Public Affairs Research Center poll, uh -huh. finds 48% of U.S. adults believe Trump should be held accountable for what happened during the deadly Capitol attack. Uh, so, interesting. All right. Well, you know, look, we were talking about yesterday with uh, Joe. <clears throat> you know, there are no Republicans on this January 6th committee. And so it's all Democrats asking questions. And so there's no, like, cross-examination going on. I mean, it's they're basically just politically painting Trump as a villain. And there's no one to stop that. Man, I'll tell you. Um, and, you know, the thing is, crazy stuff happens in the political realm. Yeah. I'm not saying one way or the other. That's up to people who listen. They can make up their own minds, right? Mm -hmm. They don't need anybody to tell them what they need to think. Right. Um, at the same time, there are so many things that should be investigated and looked into uh -huh. in this world yeah. of former and past presidents. Mm -hmm. Shoo-wee, man. It's, it, it's picking and choosing. Yes. Yes. I think that's what ends up happening, without a doubt. Um, oh, man. It just makes you wonder. I don't know. All right. It's coming up now on 847 on Katie Morning News. Got one more segment on the way. Hey, good morning, everyone. Lafayette is a year-long celebration of our local restaurants in and around Lafayette. And News Talk 96.5 KBL is happy to be a sponsor of Eat Lafayette. Now through September 11th, you can find great Eat Lafayette deals offered by some of the participating restaurants. And be sure to download the Eat Lafayette digital passport so you can check in when you eat at a participating restaurant. Each check-in will enter you to win airfare and a trip for two to Charlotte, North Carolina, courtesy of Wings Travel. There's something for everyone's taste buds. From Cajun to Asian, Mediterranean to pizza, when you choose an Eat Lafayette restaurant. Just go to kpl965.com and click on the Eat Lafayette link at the top of the page. Eat Lafayette, delivered by waiter and sponsored in part by News Talk 96.5 KPL. As Brandon and I shake our heads to this song. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. My favorite I know. bumper song. That and Take On Me are my two favorites. I knew it. I knew uh -huh. Aha was the other one. Love I just it. knew it. Okay, so the song Africa. Yes. So what was it? How did it come to be, et cetera? So I happened to find an article. And so two Toto members, mm -hmm. two members of the band Toto, actually worked together on it. David Page and Jeffrey Percaro. 
And it ended up being on one of their albums uh, in 1982. And so Paige said he was playing around with his new keyboard. Mm -hmm. And so the sounds you hear at the beginning. Oh, yeah. That's kind of, he said it came out of him. And he said he knew it was not of himself. Right. He said, God, he said it it was like God was channeling it out of him because he said, he said, look, I'm talented, but I'm not that talented. Yeah, yeah. That's what he actually uh, said to the person inter- interviewing him in uh, in an interview that happened in 2015. Now, worked he worked about six months on it, uh-huh. refining the lyrics of the song. And for those who've always said, well, I kind of wondered about that song. It's about someone's love of the actual continent mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then later on, he gave another interview in 2018, mm-hmm. and that's when uh, Jeff Pecoro said that, you know, this was, some of the lyrics are about a person flying in to meet a lonely missionary. Yes. And as Paige explained, he said, as a child, he attended a Catholic school, mm-hmm. and several of his teachers had done missionary work in Africa. And he said, that's how the song came out. And, you know, it was about the the substandard conditions and the, the poverty and just the, the total lack of resources for so many people. But this song has been enduring for years. It really has. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned about that opening uh, sound to it. You know, it, it really, it catches you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of, like for me at least... It catches me and then it relaxes me. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I feel about it, too. And there's this personal, I don't know, maybe I just feel this way when I when I listen to it. I feel this sense of uplifting yeah. at one point in the song. Mm-hmm. And then I feel the darkness and I feel the loneliness yeah. in the song itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, God bless the rains in Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that kind of makes me. I know, uplifted, I think, you know. I know it's easy to hate on the music of today, Mm -hmm. but, and I'm talking the mainstream music, Mm -hmm. but when you look back at songs like this and and you describe the way that it makes you feel um, much more eloquently than I did on me, um, about for me, it, 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 a lot of today's music misses that. I agree. Because a lot of today's music that has all the processing that goes mm-hmm. on with it, I think it's taken away from a lot of the creativity mm-hmm. that artists, um, were able to display, you know, back during the, these time periods that we always go back to the songs of the seventies and the eighties. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you listen to the sixties and seventies and, you know, like, okay, Greece was on the other day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And hearing some of the music from that time and it's, just like you're happy, like you're it just, it, it's just it's yeah. fun. You, you just it you just have like a great outlook on life from it. Mm-hmm. Some of this other stuff is just so plainly. I mean, it doesn't leave anything to the imagination. Well, that is that true. Way. Yeah, you know, and sometimes the actual music itself is good. Mm. The beats are good, that kind of thing. But the lyrics for me in some of these songs, they just destroy it. I'm like, <clears throat> I don't. You know, can can you leave a little imagination? Well, whether you talk all the way down to uh, children's programming mm-hmm. or you go up to uh, contemporary music that we listen to today, the beats are made to stay with you. Mm-hmm. It, but that doesn't mean that it's good quality either. Right. Um, because then, like you said, when the lyrics come in and the lyrics just kind of mess with the beat that's catchy, then, you know, you're not really remembering anything that any good quality music. But that's what it is. I mean... I remember me and my wife were in the store the other day 
and there was some of the newer music that was on. And I remember thinking that I'm like, okay, this is stuck in my head now. Yeah. But I'm not enjoying that it's stuck in my, my head. head. You know, yeah. I could walk around the house singing Africa and I'm in a good mood. But mm-hmm. if I'm singing some of the current stuff, I'm like, oh. I know. Get I out of my head. Totally it it is like a, like a, one of the, what do you call it? Those, uh, um, earworms. Earworms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Um, I love the show Stranger Things and they had, you know, a- along with a lot of other 80s hits. Yeah. Uh, in the show, uh, the song Africa ended up going to number one on the Billboard uh, uh, chart. Mm-hmm. They sold six million copies in the U.S. alone. Right. Um, so a great album and a great song. Did you know there's even a Twitter feed mm-hmm. that does nothing but tweet out lyrics to the song? Wow. Okay. Isn't that impressive? I have to go check that out. I know it's impressive. Give so, them a follow. Yeah. So um, it, it's easy. It's called the Africa by Toto Bot. Okay. And it just does nothing but tweet it out. And it's pretty doggone amazing. So if y'all get a chance, y'all go and check it out. Want to leave you with that because tweet is uplifting. Yep. See? Now today's today's lyric, I bless the rains. I bless the rains. Amen, y'all. We need to. And we're going to check y'all later in the meantime. Can we try to love one another? How y'all are? I can't wait until Tuesday, July 5th, folks. What's happening on Tuesday, July 5th, you ask? I would be guest hosting. The national syndicated Dan Bongino show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Join me as I talk about what matters to you and have some fun along the way. Listen, Tuesday, July 5th from noon to 3 as I guest host the Dan Bongino show. You don't want to miss it. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen, we heal for more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. A fresh reading on inflation. The report favored by the Federal Reserve is starting to show some improvement. The personal consumption price index in May rose six-tenths of a percent because of higher prices for food and gas. However, the rate of inflation over the past year was unchanged at 6.3 percent. The core PCE, which does not include volatile food and energy costs, rose by a modest three-tenths of a percent. And for the year ending in May, it slowed to 4.7 percent. The number of new claims for unemployment benefits declined to 231,000 last week, and the number of people still receiving benefits continuing claims also declined slightly. Walgreens Boots Alliance shares are lower after it had a mixed quarter. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit is a tribute to all who lost their lives on September 11, 2001, or from 9-11-related illnesses. This high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer transforms into an 1,100-square-foot exhibit, a tool to educate people about 9-11. Visit it in a city near you and join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. Climate czar John Kerry says he's going to make sure that all shipping in America is green. You know, this is one of the reasons that the entire world is less happy and more stressed since Joe Biden became president, because nothing makes any sense. Green shipping, the cost of diesel fuel is already reaching historic highs and raising the cost of nearly everything. And that's all we need is some guy like John Kerry, who owns several mansions, a mega-
mega yacht and flies in private planes wherever he goes to lecture us on the virtues of reducing our carbon footprint. Forcing through green shipping is only going to mean more red ink. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Farr on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. He had a lot to say on Russia and more. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Biden, wrapping up the NATO summit, just said they'll support Ukraine as long as it takes. But it will not end with a Russian defeat of Ukraine in Ukraine. And he's working on a plan to cap Russia's oil reserve, trying to bring down global oil and gas prices. We're going to allow you to have a profit on what you make but not the exorbitant prices that you're charging. Now, the price of gas is down a 16th straight day here in the U.S. It's fallen 16 cents from the record high, but still $1.74 more than a year ago. We just got a new inflation report. The Federal Reserve watches closely, showing prices jump more than 6% in May over last year, rising at a faster monthly pace than incomes. On Wall Street, a big sell-off. The Dow down nearly 600 points. The president also made news a short time ago, calling the conservative-leaning Supreme Court's recent abortion ruling outrageous. Expressing a support for changing the filibuster, uh, the 60 vote threshold required to pass legislation in the Senate in order to protect uh, privacy rights related to the Roe v. Wade uh, being overturned and also other uh, privileges that are now seen as being sort of jeopardized. Things like gay marriage and uh, access to contraception. Fox's Jackie Heinrich at the NATO summit in Spain. We're about to get two more rulings from the Supreme Court to close out this term. One involves the Trump era remain in Mexico policy that Biden administration is trying to end for migrants seeking asylum here. And after those rulings, Justice Stephen Breyer will wave goodbye. Breyer announced his intent to retire in January, which set off a process that ended with D.C. Circuit Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson's confirmation to succeed him. That's Fox's Gurnall Scott. In two hours, Ketanji Brown Jackson, who once clerked for Breyer at the court, will be sworn in as the first black woman justice. America's listening to Fox News. The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. No matter how big or small your business is. Earn back when you spend, get exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help level up your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231-22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. Well, we just got the first ruling of the two today from the Supreme Court. The justices 
have decided in favor of those challenging the EPA's authority to regulate carbon emissions from power plants in order to fight climate change. That just out moments ago. Back to Wall Street on the sell-off. Fox's Lillian Wu watching the markets and more live here in New York. Well, Dave, the stocks are sinking this final day of the quarter with the Dow down about 590 points. NASDAQ losing close to 290 that's better than a two and a half percent loss. And the S&P is on track to wrap up its worst first half since Nixon was president. 1970, it's off by more than 70 points. Healthcare stocks, home retailers all weighing on the market, as well as worries about inflation. And as you mentioned, we learned this key inflation gauge jumped 6.3 percent in May from last May, while household spending slowed to its slowest pace this year. Dave? Lillian, the price of oil is down more than a dollar, back under 109 bucks a barrel. We mentioned earlier the gas is down from its record high. AAA's national average for regular now just under 486 a gallon. There's news on a road project to undo something done years ago. A first-of-its-kind pilot program worth $1 billion. Cities and states can apply for federal cash over five years to change the way roads were constructed through lower-income black communities after the 1950s creation of the interstate highway system. Officials can build bus transit lines, create green spaces on top of highways, bike lanes and pedestrian walkways, repurpose former rail lines and the port removal of highways. Some Republicans, like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, critical of the program, calling it wokeification of federal policy. C.J. Papa, Fox News. One more news note. A judge in Kentucky has temporarily blocked that state's near-total abortion ban. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana today with widespread showers and thunderstorms possible. I think they arrive a little bit earlier today than they have over the last couple of days. Highs get to around 88 degrees. We'll see winds coming in from the southeast at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows sitting in the mid-70s. Rainfall coming up here for the next several days does look fairly unsettled through the rest of the week and large parts of the weekend as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Pizza, an Italian restaurant with a Cajun twist. Don't forget to ask about their pizza of the month or one of their many specialty pizzas. Pizzas, sandwiches, pasta, and more. Dino's Pizza, like no other. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Wow. Friday Eve already with a big weekend, 4th of July, celebrating 4th of July Independence Day. I hope we get to stay independent and free uh, with this group in the White House and the woke crowd. They're trying to make us unfree every day. They just, most of them don't even know what they're doing. But anyway, hope you have a uh, awesome, awesome uh, 
4th of July weekend. And yet, don't forget, we announced it uh, yesterday, but it's all over now. Uh, July 5th, when we come back that Tuesday, we're going to uh, have the great opportunity to uh, sit in for Dan Bongino on his own program. Uh, we'll actually host a program for him. We were humbled they ask us to sit in for him. So we're going to do that on Friday. Well, I'll have somebody else sit. I think Mark Polk's going to sit in for us on our program. But it's an opportunity to do it once. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, I know I got uh, Senator John Kennedy who's going to join us for sure. Still working on everything else. But uh, it's a a way to spotlight Louisiana. (laughs) Somebody's going, oh, my God. I hope hope you don't spotlight them like you do. And I love Louisiana. I would never do that to the state of Louisiana. Uh, Never. But I would challenge Louisiana here with no problem. It's like it's kind of like Brandon. If me and you were, me and you were real brothers, and we fought a lot. Mm-hmm. So then we walk out that door. You're my brother. I'll defend. Right. You. Yeah. Same thing with Louisiana. You don't. Uh, I'm not doing anything like this. It's gonna be mostly a uh, national part and some of the national stuff that we already do. So we uh, we're looking forward to it. It's gonna be a lot of fun, opportunity, and uh, I'll try not to blow it. <laughs> It'll be fine, man. <laughs> Unfortunately, I got to be me, and then sometimes that ain't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you that it, being you is what got you on it. So, you know, just continue that trend, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hang in and see what we can do. But, we, but I'm already in prepare mode. And uh, But anyway, that's uh, July 5th. I actually sit in for Dan Bongino. I'm looking forward to it. I'm humbled that, that Dan thought enough of us to give us that shot. You know, Jim, the producer as well. And, uh, I'm sure they work on that. They can go get anybody. They don't have to get me. So it's a uh, it's 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 a nice uh, nice trend. Three, you know, I've been practicing for three hours for about six months now. So it it kind of blends in and goes right into what we're already doing. So, but uh, looking forward to it. Be a lot of fun. That's uh, when you get back from the uh, July Fourth break. So we'll see what happens. All righty. Eight four four seven six 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 zero seven is a uh, Matthew James. Retirement hotline. By the way, folks, I hadn't seen anything yet. You know, I would love to see him go into a veto session, 23 bills that the governor vetoed. I don't think you're going to go in there and change 23 bills. But there are a bunch of bills that could get changed. That is not counting the couple handful of bills that Cortez and a Blank Page and Shake Snyder killed that, that never got brought back out, uh, especially in the Senate. They killed a lot of good bills in the Senate. Uh, but, of course, the bills that Cortez liked, anything to do with gambling, red uh, cameras on the interstate over the uh, over the basin. Now, some of you folks, I've heard people say, well, you don't like the idea of, of slowing people down. I do, too. I don't like the camera idea at all. 100% against that. Guarantee you Cortez's buddies and them are going to make money on that. I'm keeping an eye out for whoever gets the contract. Uh, the camera contracts, I guarantee you they'll have some kind of close ties to Cortez because everything that he has stood up and been for, one of his buddies made a lot of money. Joe Robidoux is next-door neighbor in the same driveway. They both got the same driveway. Door opens, they both go once to the right, once to the left, although really both of them are <laughs> to the left. <laughs> once to the right, once to the left. Uh, they get their drinks together. They come up with schemes to make money off the state. Cortez is going to be a, a lobbyist and make a lot of money off of uh, from companies because he knows how to play the, the 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 bad game, which is Louisiana politics. So, uh, I, I haven't seen anything yet saying that we will have a veto session. As you know, a veto session automatically takes place because at the end of the session, 
They, I guess they get a little cord in the mail, and they, they can either set it in saying no veto session or don't do anything. If they don't do anything, you have a veto session. Now, once again, a conservative caucus, I know, is the only group that I know would love to see us have a veto session. I just don't know if they'll have enough votes because in the end, they have to all go back to Baton Rouge, and most of them don't want to go back to Baton Rouge. Who was the guy I had on the other day, Brandon? Uh, uh, God, the gentleman was out of New Orleans. And he came on, he was at the conservative caucus, and I apologize for, for not remembering his name, but he said they got to finish Freeman? the job. Freeman? Yeah. Representative Freeman said, we got to finish the job. He said, we got to finish the job. And so they need to finish the job. And finishing the job is having a veto session. Finishing the job is at the veto session. And not wanting to go because I'm on vacation is a big-time excuse for not finishing the job. That's just a fact. It's uh, He said it, and he said it well. But the problem is the, this all goes down to, I would say leadership, but it's really lack of leadership in Shakes, not in Cortez. I mean, just you don't have much there. I'm not being ugly. Everybody thinks I'm being critical. I haven't been critical of either one of them, not like I want to. They have just, there's no leadership ability in either one of them. I think they, they got deals they cut. They stick, they walk around with their chest out like they, they somebody, and they're not. I mean, one of them had to walk across with the Black Caucus and the Democrats, the people that call us racist, and cut a deal to get in power. I'm telling y'all how Cortez Blank Page got in. Blank Page got in 100% backed in because. The other six Republicans that were term limited were unacceptable. He was, too. It was like they were in there flipping a coin. Who do we get to now? I mean, Rick Ward, who was trying to do a special district, majority-minority district. Judas John, Ronnie Judas Johns. I mean, that's who you had to pick from. You know, you're going to put the Walmart greeter, Fred Mills? I mean, just it just was like, okay. That, so all these people back then, the three stooges, they all backed in. So, you know, it's it's just it's just a problem with lack of leadership. So when they Shakes not and Cortez would be the reason we'll have a special session, a veto session, a reason we won't. They can get the votes anytime they need them. Do we understand they can get the votes anytime they need them? So if they don't want them, they don't get them. If they want to kill bills, they kill them in the committees. Dodie Harden's bill. To protect our young children from kindergarten through eighth grade and not being taught about transgender and sex, and they don't, none of them care about that anyway at those young ages. And they got a bill to protect them from teachers teaching about transgender and sexual orientation and no matter what he's telling people, Lance Harris helped kill that. Vinny St. Blanc helped kill that. But they killed it because the Speaker of the House said, don't let that bill come pass. Don't let it pass. I don't want it. I want it dead in the House. Brandon, what was the bill? Uh, what was the bill that uh, the Walmart greeter ended up, they ended up changing their mind and working out a deal and passed the House big time and then the Senate you're talking about the resolution with the uh, the, the vaccines? vaccines. Yes, yeah. that was it. That was actually killed in Fred Mills's district. I mean, in his Senate committee, 
four to three. It was killed by him. Jay Lunatic voted against it. They killed that bill. And then it had to be procedure brought around, cut a deal with the governor. And then they came up with a resolution saying that they won't force vaccines on people that are 16 and older. Now, I ain't seen the paperwork on that. There's got to be paperwork on it. You know, maybe we need to talk to Sharon you and find out if the paperwork's being done. But that was a bill that if people wouldn't have fought them, they, they would have passed it. They did pass. I mean, they did kill it. They killed a bill that was going to protect us from forcing 16-plus-year-old kids from getting a vaccine of, of COVID when COVID still, to this day, has never hurt the majority of the young people, you know, 20, 25 and younger, really were not really affected by COVID. I know somebody can call and say, I lost my son. I get it. I'm not saying anybody, but I'm saying for the most part, it just never affected kids. Kids bounce back. I remember I have a kid who's 20 now. I think when he's 20, 20, he was 18, got COVID. Two days later, bouncing off the wall. He's never gotten a shot. He had COVID. He had the best thing that happened to him. It was about two days later, just bouncing off the wall. And, of course, back then, that's when you stuck him in a room, Brandon, and you treat him like a criminal. You'd open the door and put knock on the door, put the food, run. <laughs> you remember when they told us that? Separate them. Get away from your spouse. Get away from your kids. You'd bring some thing and run so you wouldn't get sick. Actually, we, uh, we didn't do that. When uh, we did serve food up there for a day or two, and then he started coming downstairs and eating with us at the table. We just didn't do all that craziness. But uh, for a day we did because he couldn't get out of the bed. We actually didn't leave it at the door. My wife walked in and gave him to him and helped him sit up and got him to eat. So, well, a veto session happened. That's, I'm saying it won't. Not to discourage my friends who are trying, but I'm saying they won't. We got to take a break. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Retirement Hotline. We'll be right back. If you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So. Hey, check them out. If you headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. If you are a loved one or suffering from addiction, listen to Springfield Wellness Center's founder, Paula Norris Metayer. I feel personally when I walk around on the grounds that it's sacred ground. It's healing. Just the environment is healing. Just being here makes one feel like that uh, I can let go. I can let go of the worry. I can let go of the stress that I've been 
carrying around for a long time. We don't shame anybody. We don't blame anybody. We don't judge anyone. Just that alone really is the foundation on which everything else that we do is done. Put your addiction behind you. Call Springfield Wellness Center, 225-755-9566. Just call us. That's all. And we'll be waiting for you. 225-755-9566. 755-9566. Springfield Wellness Center. SpringfieldWellnessCenter.com. Sweet Summer.